Welcome to another episode of the Players Association Podcast. I thought I was getting an intro. Oh, you, oh <laughs> shit, nigga, you want an intro? Yeah, play prototype. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Right, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get this man a, a good an actual <clears throat> thing. Cause you know, he wants to be the captain. He wants to lead. <laughs> he wants to lead. Play my shit. Yo. Welcome to the show. Not just any show. Welcome to the Lovers Association. Brought to you by the Players Association. I am your captain, Tone. That's with two E's. The last E is silent. You should have said this is your captain. It's silent. This is your captain speaking. I should have said that. (laughs) That shit is silent. From the cockpit. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's Tony. It's Tony with two E's. Yeah. And the E is silent, but it got an accent on it too. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the last E too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the last the first E don't got the accent. The last one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you get it. So the accented E is silent. Yeah. Or the first yeah. E is silent. Really, you roll the end off your tongue for real. So both of the E's are silent. It's just kind of like tone. Tone. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be like tone A. Yeah, exactly. That's not what it is. It's just tone. Tone. This girl asked me the other day She said what should I call you I said Tom What should I call you Look Now here's what you gotta say So you know my name's Quentin Everyone calls me Q They don't know But I'm not everybody Neither are you So you can call me Quentin And this man is so He's so fancy This is a real lover boy This is a real lover boy As you see I didn't even get the chance To introduce him Mm -hmm. That's Q y'all yeah, my main character syndrome was going crazy. I had to jump in. Man, that's all right, brother. And then <laughs> we got the big dog straight from the Players Association, the 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 father the father show to the Lovers Association, man. <laughs> Introduce yourself, brother. Oh, I thought I was going to get like a nice little intro. Okay, Tell I got me. you. No, nah, I got you. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Pick me a different song for you because, man, you need the intro. Oh, you want me to? Let me yeah. talk, talk, talk to people real quick while I say You the captain now, so. <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a fucking um I'm just an attendant on your flight. I'm just waiting on you to take me somewhere, man. Oh, I'm about to take you somewhere. Oh please. Give me some good opening music, you know, like a I had to give you something okay. smooth. Something something that had a couple little different instrumentals in there. Damn. It's real sexy. Damn. Damn, you heard that damn. How many how many times did you say damn? Damn, 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 damn. Four times. Mm. Four times. Four times. Four times. Yeah, that's me. Hey man. Mr. Four Times. <laughs> Mr. One Take. One take Jake. One take Jake, man. Too smooth. Just, he just too smooth. It ain't nothing more to it. He's just <laughs> too smooth. Like smooth like butter. Welcome to the butter knives. The butter knife. The butter knife. Cause the Yeezys got in this closet. I call them the butter knives. <laughs> Mr. Ham. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, what the oh, fuck? <laughs> Let's just call him Butter. I used butter. to know this girl named Butter. I don't know why, but yeah. But welcome, Ant. Give yourself a hand clap, man. Welcome, Ant. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being a part of my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for being a part of the show, man. All right, so 
the concept of the lovers association. Me and Aunt always, you know, we we real two fun brothers, and we can like have a lot of fun laughing at the kind of like the niggatry of the world for real. Because the world, it's a lot of it's a lot of nigga shit to laugh at for real. Like, look at Twitter, everyday laughs. And I think sometimes in the comedy, the things we can like lose track with, you know, some real topics that could be discussed. I think we uh, see things that go viral, and we just laugh at the uh, surface of it. It's oh yeah, that's funny shit that happened. But it's always, uh, I guess, another level of depth that we can go into things. And with the Lovers Association, I kind of just wanted this to be that safe space where we can talk about things. You know what I mean? Uh, right. But at the same time, bring a fun view to it and all that. Uh, it's not that this can't be done on the Players Association podcast, but, you know, we're it's a party there. This is more so like your cocktail album. Okay. Yeah, you feel that? I get the idea. Uh, nonetheless, like I said, I got my cousin here, Q. Mm-hmm. Lover boy himself. Aunt probably is the uh, only lover boy that's not on this. Like, Aunt, you wouldn't consider yourself a lover boy, would you? I I don't want to. I don't want to say that that I'm not. But you know, it's a. Uh, I'm not very um free with my love. Oh yeah, then you're not a lover boy. Pun intended. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, oh, I like. Oh, I didn't get the pun. Yeah, you know. Um, so the, the love association. Get, I still don't get the pun. The lovers association brought to you by free love. Your oh, local. Oh wow! Yeah. Right on my head. Okay. Bars, nigga. <laughs> That's what you call motherfucking bars, nigga. Yes, nah, but yeah, nah. I'm a. You know. I love people. You know, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like you know, these like you know, super hard nigga all the time. But the thing is that. I don't know, like you just have to I just have to like get to that point with you. In order for you in order for like us to like, you know, feel that type of energy. But at the same time, like when you meet me, it's like you're gonna feel that energy, but that's not gonna be like, you know, I'm like I'm kinda like, yeah, you fool, you haven't seen me in my final form. You know what you know what I'm saying? So you're saying they don't get all the love at from the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get everything. But So like so like even what you would probably consider as like love for you like like when you like when you meet me or anybody else for that matter like for me like that's just nothing that's just you know that's just me that that's on the regular I know there's people that I've heard say quote unquote aunt hates love <laughs> what would you say to them people <laughs> <laughs> Well first of all does aunt hate love Yeah I don't, but I mean, I'm gonna laugh at you like whenever like you say like some things when it's like, I love hard. Like when we just say I love hard, oh my god, I it just sounds so funny. Yeah, I don't like that shit either. Exactly, it's it's like it's all of the it's all of the shit that that should just like that just makes you like scrunch your face. But I think that I think that's the thing. The person who said this shit, Amy said it. Who cares? Amy said you cringe at love. Like it's that's like like you say the stuff that makes you scrunch your face. That's so it kind of, I, I think it's arguable. I think it's arguable. I think you feel uncomfortable with displays of love. Maybe sometimes, maybe like worldly display of love. Not even true. Not true. Yeah. You you would consider yourself a PDA person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'm not. I was, I was about to give an example. Yeah, yeah, I'm come up. I was, I, I'm all in all, I, I all in all, cut, I really, cut. 
I think when I <laughs> when I first even thought about this show, I wanted like this highlight reel of Ant at the beginning. Like because I really see the Lovers Association and the Players Association as like speaker box versus the love below. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, like it's can, can we can we get that again? Yeah, the Lovers Association. Association, excuse me. Yeah, I never mind. The, it's the, only yeah, been I know. Two yeah, shots. Yeah, goddamn, the boy drinking. <laughs> <I'm> wrong. <laughs> yeah, drunk. but y'all know what speaker box and the love below is, man. That's big boy and uh Andre three three stacks, three stacks. You know, uh, yes, two different sounds, and that's what it is here. But you know, still art regardless. And I wanted uh like a highlight track. I wish I could have put it together a highlight track. I was trying to get the time to throughout the week to have like ants rowdiest moments. Like put together in like a voice. I don't think we've done enough episodes for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. but nigga, trust me. The, with your takes, it's plenty. We only all we needed was one episode to make that happen. <laughs> like, yeah, we good. But I was hoping that was the case. Just kind of be like, yeah, you know what? This is gonna be the different take. But this is a place where y'all gonna see that we are gonna open Ant's heart. Why do y'all Ant's think that I'm just there. just like closed off like nigga? <laughs> Anything. I don't even <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm really talking about him. Like, you, who says I think that? I'm just going off what the people say. So, <laughs> so you're going off of rumors. You know me. Said they killed me and kidnapped my daughter. <laughs> Ain't I even ain't got, got a daughter. daughter. <laughs> they mad because I'm a baller. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that when rumors like that shit was fire. But go ahead, bro. Like, but you know me, nigga. So like, I, I look. I can, my, I can understand Amy Ash like like trying to say. That I some think you shit cringe like that. at love. Yo, I don't think you think so. I don't too. think okay. you lack love at all. Ah, in the slightest bit. Okay, so you agree? with I, me. But see, that's why maybe. Okay, I'm going to eventually like find better wording for it. But when I just say like you cringe at displays of love, I'm going to find better a better way to say that. It's something about the outward expression of kind of like this vulnerable, like pure like display of somebody like really throwing it out there that you just like oh. Oh. Ant gets jealous of me when I get new like when I get a new girl on my okay, phone okay so it's of other people's that's love. what I'm saying that's what I meant okay. like displays of love that's how I wanted to say that word display because it's what he sees he's just like Ugh. but that's the thing it's not that I don't like I don't get je- <laughs> jealous is like that's that's just another like wrong word to use it's like she's stealing your, your boy it's not even that like I mean like if you want to be funny I guess but like the the thing is that as soon as soon as niggas get into relationships and shit like that, as soon as niggas get girlfriends and everything like that, they start acting different. That's fact. Towards everybody. That's right. So so it, it's it's like a it's more of like a like like for real nigga. Like and like I I can understand like that you know you you acting different and everything, but or I can wrap my head around you acting different, but it's like don't do this to me, nigga. Like, I, I, I know you. Is that not, like, kind of what girls do, though? We always talk about, like, hey, man, like, you, that's kind of making it about yourself, in my opinion. What do you like, mean? I think you don't see that every day, like, the day-to-day of some of your boy in a relationship. And I promise you, a lot of times, it's never that a nigga's acting different towards you. It's just more so, bro, this shit is time-consuming. It actually does take time. and takes energy spent. And you, but so, I feel like that should be the case for all your relationships. Exactly, oh, friendships sure. should be the same. Type and that's of- a, that's a, that's the problem that I have with people. Like when people get into like relationships and stuff like that, is that you start treating the people that are closest to you like the um, a lot a lot worse, or at the very least, different 
than how it used to be like before as far as you, accessibility you, you, right right it's so not but it's not it's not even neg- only accessibility i wouldn't even say it's like a, like a negative yeah thing that's all right, just to. more so they stop nurturing your friendship as much as they okay. nurture their right. relationship okay but do you not think that should be the case I mean, everybody only has twenty four hours in a day. Everybody can't get. The and same that's why. I but that's the thing. It's not about. It's not about time. It, like that's that's not my thing. It's it, not about time. No, but we you don't think. It, but that's what I'm saying. From your perception, maybe you need to start realizing it is about time, because once you get this, bro, you've had youngins on your line, bro. You've had youngins on your line. You know the type of attention women demand. You know, to, I'm not even gonna make it a gender thing. You know what the type what type of attention a romantic like relationship demands it demands investment like those are two people trying to get to know each other and shit like that so of course that's where a lot of your boys time is now going i know your ass i know i can go a week and you know two weeks or whatever and shit gonna be cool it ain't gonna be no issue i'm not losing off on anything that was developed everything's already developed everything already locked in over here you know what i mean with this new person of course this requires a lot more of my time so I think from the outside looking in for someone to be like, all right, uh, yeah, they're switching up. Well, they had to. They had to for this new journey in their life. They had to switch up. It requires a new routine. We can't stay in the same routine. So, like, I think that's how, like, that type of, like, thinking is the type of thing that gets niggas fucked up. And it, it's it, because. What do you mean by fucked up? Like, get their ass beat? No, <laughs> no not, not, not like get your ass beat, but, like, you when. When finally, when stuff starts to go wrong, mm-hmm. which is shit, like you, you, the, the level of, of, of energy that you start giving things concerning like your, your girl gets to be a little bit um, elevated. I'm, I'm going to say that. And I say this as our boy, um, big, Mr. big money miles Mr. walks Van. in. Mr. Vamp. Mr. Vamp himself. Mr. Vamp. Yeah, Vamp. Oh my God. This guy's just How a celebrity. Doing, come, come say something for the mic, man. Don't just come in. Not say nothing. What type of glasses are those, sir? These are Louis, man. Q bought them for me. Woo! <laughs> Lies. God damn. This ain't look like a rapper. Q got these for me. I wasn't talking about the glasses. I'm talking about you said. Introduce to yourself shop, to the show, my like, what you my shot, brother, bro? Like you shot up, guys. I'm Q's younger brother, Miles. Man, take a lot after him. Just study these guys. Look up the tone and look where I am today. Wow, <laughs> just a great fucked guy. up like the rest of us. The keys to the car. I'm trying to drink. Okay, yeah, bro. I mean, grab it. It's an extra cup over. No, that's that's my drink. Oh damn, that's my drink. Nice over tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah Tim's world tour ended right. today. Shout out to Tim Gotti on Instagram. So what are we talking about? Man, we're talking about comfort zones, cycles, and self-love. You actually like helped us segue perfectly. Yeah, because we were getting off track. No, no, no. I think it was a good introduction. Good introduction. And I think, uh, so I seen this um, tweet on Twitter before I went on my little sabbatical. I've been on a little seven-week sabbatical. Sabbatical. <laughs> sabbatical. And the tweet read, sometimes what brings us peace and comfort is actually unhealthy. And I think it's important to acknowledge that, especially while on the healing and self-care journey. Probably about a couple of days before that, I had seen, you know, breaking news of Terrell Pryor and his girlfriend about him getting stabbed and he flatlined. So he almost got stabbed to death, which actually happened. What? 20, November of 2019. November 2019. That didn't happen recently, but I guess they got into a domestic dispute, which kind of. You know, people do their research and 
people end up finding out, oh shit, this nigga almost got stabbed to death by the girl he's still with. So they got in a dispute out the club. Q, you read the story. Yeah, they were basically bar hopping and he wanted to go home. She wanted to stay out. So that's what they did. He goes home. She goes to the next bar. He blows her phone up. You know, fast forward a couple hours, she comes home and they get into it. He starts throwing pumpkins and shit. <laughs> and shit. Ew. Pumpkins. Yeah. At her gore. But when he got pumpkins, arrested. Pumpkins, plural. When he got arrested, the police said she had bruises and redness around one of her eyes. So. Okay. Why'd you smack your lips? <laughs> huh? Why'd you smack your lips? Because, bro, like it's it's like it's like it's like small shit like that 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 like it's like when it comes to like domestic disputes, it's like nigga, if the police come and nigga, if they see even just like a, a hairline scratch on your girl face, nigga, jail, <laughs> jail, nigga. This is- I don't. It don't even matter what you did. Like, I mean, I mean, it don't even matter what she did. You nigga, you going to jail? You know what's Fuck wild? Here. You know what's wild about that? Because I got, we went to uh, Virginia Beach Fourth of July. I'm I'm gonna throw out a lucky guess and say maybe 2018, 2017. I don't know, one of the two. And my cousins got in a fight, got in a bro with the housekeeping staff. Um, I think I remember that. Story. Yeah, yeah. So. Man, I wish I could tell y'all the whole story, but long story short, I think one of the uh, ladies that was, the housekeeping staff was actually all men. Very, like, you wouldn't expect that. Like, they was all guys. They was like, like, niggas that, you know, that was just their job. Because when the brawl first ensued, it was a lot of, yeah, nigga, you got me fucked up, nigga. Like, it was a lot of that going on. So, this is the type of housekeeping staff you're dealing with and everything. Okay. So, I think the lady that was with them she was in some type of other department, but she found herself jumping in the fight. This is all going down in the hallways of the hotel. Mm-hmm. She ju- she jumps in the fight, and she gets her ass dropped. <laughs> Wait, by a nigga? Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but she jumped in the fight. That was only between two niggas, the group of niggas. Housekeeping versus my cousins. Who do you think you are? Like, as a, I'm sorry, <laughs> I watched this myself. I seen her jump in the fight, not just to break it up. So before anybody thinks that, dude, why can't she jump? No, she went into fight as well. Oh, so she wasn't on no on no peace shit. No, no, she tried to get with the shit. I guess she, <laughs> she was with the I violence. Guess she liked that. She liked the odds, and she was like, "Look, I'm gonna get my swing in too." Oh, okay. So okay, all right, all right. you see, like now, like that kind of like changed the the, the whole dynamic. She, appro- I don't feel she bad was for her approaching now. a defenseless man who was, you know, currently. In a losing situation of his fight, and I guess she thought shit was sweet. Oh, she, oh, she had to kick him in the head or some shit. Man, I oh, I just had a flashback of her getting dropped. Like it was a clean hit. Like, and I'm just like, ow, like, but, ah, man. But like, I, it was just, what could you say? Because why'd you do that? Yeah, why'd you do that? I don't feel bad anymore. I I felt bad in the, in the beginning, like like when you first said it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man, she got dropped. But now. That she kind of like put herself in that situation. I'm not gonna say I don't completely feel bad. But no, 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 no. I don't. No, I don't feel bad either. Yeah, no, like, no, like, no, like, no, like no. stop. Like this whole, this whole, you know, like sympathy thing. Like you, you have to kind of. No, I feel bad that she got her ass dropped. Like I, I'm no, not, I don't think she like no, nobody. Should, if wrong. honestly like, drop the nigga, you wouldn't be feeling bad. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm exactly. Like, ooh, Would you feel bad damn. for the nigga for, on Vicky? I'd be embarrassed for. Him. I, I, okay, so but in a sense, I'd feel bad. No, I'd be like, no, no. That's crazy. Somebody's gotta lose. Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, I say that. To but say, that's that's the thing. Like when you fight, when you fight, um, 
when you get into any type of altercation with a woman, it's always like you lose regardless. There is no winning. And the lose-lose for him was as everything calmed down outside, police pulled up and all that. She's talking to the police like, yo, one of those niggas hit me. And he gets locked up off the strength of her saying he hit me. Not because there was a group fight happening in the hallways. None of that. Because a male hit a female. Did they and and did the police do any type of due diligence before they, they nah, locked this nigga not up? Not at all. No, nah, it, it was all off her word. Like strictly all off her word. Double standard, y'all. But sexism at at its finest. But nonetheless, so that's what's happening with Terrell Pryor and his lady. Uh this is something that's happened in the past. And it's something that he went back to. And, of course, we can't really go speak too generally to things that we don't know everything about. But I'd like to say that he probably went back there because it was a very familiar, you know, place to him. Very probably his comfort zone. Yep. (laughs) Okay. You never know what their dynamic is outside of the fight. You know, there might be something between them that keeps him coming back. I mean, I mean, I'm... Hey, would you disagree that that is his thing. that that could be his comfort zone? That that doesn't mean that it's good for him. And I think that's the conversation that we're about to have today. That could have been his comfort zone, could it not be? I mean, yeah, if you want to call it that. Was we personally know someone that went through a very similar situation? Personally, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, sweet tea. Oh, never mind. This is not the show for that. This is not the show for that. This is not the Players Association. This is the Lovers Association. I was just about to say. (laughs) Look, long story short is we actually do know someone who went through this same exact situation ended up with the person. Back with the person that stabbed him. So. Stabbed? Yeah. This person got stabbed too? Yeah. He got stabbed. Oh, now. A little time goes by and he ends up back with her. Okay, now now I'm clueless. Tell me off mic. <laughs> Tell me off mic. Aunt loves the tea. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a, I'm a little messy bitch. Tea. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. This nigga's sick. <laughs> Comfort zones are real, That's man. That's a sick Comfort nigga. Comfort zones are real. And I think my thing is more so... Here's, let me go back to the tweet. Sometimes what brings us peace and comfort is actually unhealthy. And I think it's important to acknowledge that especially while on the healing and self-care journey. I think one of the first things I picked up about that tweet was I laughed at the words peace and comfort because words have meanings for a reason. I believe what she said, what she intended to say was what we perceive as peace and comfort. It's important to acknowledge the that and that you know statement. We have to acknowledge that we probably, through our life experience, have a skewed idea of what comfort is. Okay. The definition of comfort is a state of a state of feeling of being less worried, upset, frightened, etc. during a time of emotion, trouble or emotional pain. So, of course, in times of trouble or emotional pain, it's human nature to gravitate towards something that is comfortable. And I think that's where a lot of these relationships find themselves in. They feel as though it is comfortable, like returning, like going back to, you know, negative situations at the moment could seem as if, hey, look, I'm going back to what makes me comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Elaborate, Aunt. Was was getting beat what, up and stabbed? Like, yeah, that's the, that's the extreme. That's the extreme. But we're yeah, no, no, no. But radical. I, I, of course, of course, of course, they're radical examples. But I'm saying that, like, the 
yeah, not everybody gets fucking stabbed, obviously. But the thing is that there is shit that that goes like <clears throat> even for like Terrell Pryor for that um, for for example, I'm pretty sure a lot of bullshit went on before she stabbed that nigga in the chest. A lot of a lot of yeah, for sure. a lot of like uh, there was there was a lot of groundwork that had to be laid in order for her to feel comfortable enough to, to stab it to really stab him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was and a huge like downward slope that exactly. was happening already. So so the the it's it's like when you say like oh comfortable and shit like that is I kind of like I, I kind of have to you know I'm not gonna say it's, I disagree, but I mean, like, I think that, or maybe, or maybe, like, in a way to kind of like agree with you is that people kind of get comfortable with dysfunction in their life, and uh, and the and the thing, and and the thing is that like that's a that's more of like an issue within like the person, um, within themselves, and not really like the relationship. What would you say the issue within themselves is? The the issue is is what I just said is that like they they don't. People, as much as people say that, oh, I, you know, I I want peace and 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 all this shit and all this stuff. Um, oh man, I just want to get to that level of unbotheredness as you know, so and so, and I just want peace, be his peace. All this like, all this, all this dumbass shit that uh, um, that people like to spew on the internet and stuff like that to feel to um to make themselves look like they're like they're you know this um reformed like person. You don't really like that. You you. Because, because I don't think you would understand like how boring your life would be if you if you weren't fucking you know blowing your um your girl's phone up or your girl blowing your phone you up. You call that a boring life, huh? You, you say you call that a boring life. I'm saying that people will call that a boring life. I don't think that's a boring people life. people like I said people people like like as like as much as people want to um um. Um, say that that's not that this is not true. People like dysfunction in their life. It's 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 an unconscious thing. I think is the is the thing. You don't you you wouldn't call it dysfunction, but like as a as, as somebody as somebody as as a third party looking in, it's dysfunction, my guy. I think because at our core, I think we do really desire peace. Uh, I've been in my like a <laughs> bunch of dysfunctional situations, and I think it's insane to tell me, yeah, Tony, you ain't really like peace because you stayed in those. I think it's something that's a lot more. It's a lot deeper. But I, that's like why I, I kind of disagree no. with the tweet, though, because I don't think it should have said peace and comfort. Maybe comfort at best, because people do go back to what's comfortable, what they're used to. Yeah. Dysfunction, like yeah. Matt said. Yeah. But peace is something totally. Yeah, we know exactly. what peace is. Yeah, like, we and know exactly. What peace is. And those unhealthy, dysfunctional things inside those relationships cannot also be peaceful. So exactly, that's why I think that. <laughs> We got to kind of take stuff like this that we see on Twitter with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle said, Twitter's not a real place. So it's not. I don't know. I. But it makes you question. I have, a, I have trouble. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it does the comfort part. Yeah, that's, it, what, and that's the what comfort I'm part makes sense. The peace is makes, like ah, but, shut up. But the fact that she said peace makes you comfort. What in us is even still attracted to that? And then we're going to label it as comfort. That's what in us even wants to call it comfort because we have comfort zones. And just because you're not coming out your mouth and saying, hey, I'm comfortable here. When you go back to situations, you know, that's not good for you. Your, your actions are saying everything. Your actions are saying that you are comfortable here. Yeah. And you're comfortable enough to deal with those dysfunctional things that are happening in your relationship. 
and you're willing to go back. Why? Because it's kind of like betting. Man, my, my reward is a little bigger than the risk. You're risking the peace, and your reward is what? Comfort. comfort. So what in us is that that is addicted to the comfort? So I came across in my readings, you know, this term called the pain body. And see, what are you, what are you rolling your eyes for? No, I'm not. No, keep going, bro. You did roll your eyes. But I'm just, not mad. I'm just trying to get, I'm, what are you rolling your eyes for? Because I told you, I'm going to pull apart ants like, Disgust, disgustful love, and like anything that makes sense. I want you to continue. So, like, so, like, I can. You rolled your eyes so because you want me to continue. Be, yeah, be I want come, be forthcoming on the mic, bro. Don't don't waste my time. Be forthcoming. Would you roll your eyes? I'm not wasting anybody's time. I'm just. I I want you to continue to give me a reason why I did what uh, I did. And you scary, bro. My, I'm not <clears> scary. scary. I'm I'm not scary. My my eye rolling was um, preemptive. <laughs> so so you know i i that's like so bullshit yeah that's, <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying so so i want to i want to i want you to continue to either you know make me take back what i just did or you know make me affirm it uh all right well so i want y'all to listen to this real quick we ain't gonna play it too long catch it as it first arises in the first because before it takes over your mind mm-hmm. when it's there as an emotion and usually it's the pain body when the emotional reaction is out of proportion to the triggering event. So a relatively minor thing triggers an enormous amount of unhappiness in yeah. whatever form. That's right. A small thing happens and you flare up. Yes. Yeah. Is that yes. Over? Uh, yes. So yeah, then, uh, and after a while, you realize the kind of situation that triggers your pain body and then you can be actually more uh, vigilant when such a situation happens mm-hmm. uh, because if you're able to bring consciousness into the body you can more easily feel an arising emotion inside you whether it's uh, a, deep, a very heavy emotion of sad deep sadness or whether it's a, a fiery emotion of anger or whatever it is or the emotion of intense fear that contraction, the, then you can... There's so many people these days who are completely out of touch with their emotions because they li- live only in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's, uh, so so let's start right there. There's a lot of people that are out of touch with their emotions because they live only in their head. Okay. This is actually an interesting clip you played because I just saw something earlier today about how people will internalize the things that people do to them mm-hmm. and create, you know a scenario or a thought process about someone or something they they did that has nothing to do with what they actually did. Oh yeah. So you wrong me in a way and I turned that wrong into something it wasn't initially. So now I'm blaming that on my trust issues and my anxiety and everything like that. When all it was, was you left the toilet seat up or some shit like Mm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Send me that. Yeah. I got a good read. Yeah, it was. In a 2010 Post, Huffington Post article, Eckhart Tolle, that's the guy that was just on Oprah that was talking. Okay. He stated that there is a such thing as an old emotional pain living inside of you. It is an accumulation of painful life experience that was not fully faced and accepted in the moment it arose. It leaves behind an energy form of emotional pain. It comes together with another, it comes together with other energy forms from other instances. And so after some years, you have a quote unquote pain body. An energy entity consistent of old emotion. So in a world in which a lot of us, a lot of us live through the mind, emotion, and ego, we have become our pain body. We became so accustomed to our experience of pain that we offer ourselves back to it. 
And I think that is the start of us returning to comfort zones. And I think that is the thing that even makes us call things comfortable. I don't think it's us calling things comfortable. That's why I just go back where you were saying, look, we don't really want peace. I think we desire peace. I think we all know peace is the goal at the end of the day. I think that after trauma, we have now become our pain body. How does a nigga get stabbed and still come back to that? So sometimes when I look at situations like that, I don't necessarily look at, I don't know, because it's not victim blaming, because yes, these people do have to make a decision for themselves. But I also want to be like, damn, it's victim blaming because sometimes people don't know no better. And I think, I don't know if we've had all of my conversations or on-show conversations where I've told you, I'd be like, young, like people, I think we were talking about uh, PJ Washington and, um, and what's her name? Brittany Renner. Yeah. Like, I'm a real firm believer and sometimes, bro, like the mind is so strong, we get so locked in the mind. There's a lot of people that's living in the mind that we move strictly off our perception of that pain body. So I could see, that's what I was more so saying back then, that I could see a situation where this nigga genuinely got finesse, where people can't, outside looking in, you can't be like, oh, he should have knew better. It's always going to be clear as day outside in. But from the inside, I'm sure we all, I don't know about you, Ant, because you know, you, y'all never fall for that shit. But I'm sure me and you, Q, can relate to a lot of instances where it's like, dog, you, you see it on paper. It says don't go back. Right. But what is your feeling? Like, you feel it in your heart that you're supposed to go back. In your damn heart. It's not even a thought (laughs) thing. You're convinced that, all right, this may be the chance that, you know, things get better. Things might be different this time. Things might be different this time. And the crazy part is, is sometimes it is. And that's why, and there's cases in which that actually happens. So how do you determine when you're in that position where you're, you're in the position of this person who's choosing whether to go back or not? Before we even come back to the pain body conversation. You are in a battered relationship. Something happens between you and your girl. She calls you. It's been however amount of days. Couple, I don't know. Nah, not even a couple of days. Maybe a couple months. She says couple she months. You. Yeah, that's you the big start one. Talking after you not laughing, wait, wait, cu- wait, a couple months of you not talking to her. Couple months after the the bad situation. Yeah. What is happening in between this time? Y'all dolo. Y'all just you know doing your own thing. I guess you're doing your own thing. You're not talking to her at all. Nope. Okay, so she has, so she hasn't heard from you in months. Not necessarily. From- Say she does something and y'all completely break up. If she breaks up, you're probably not going to talk after that. Okay, so time goes know. by. You know what you think about the situation starts to get outweighed by how you feel about her. So you talk to her. You basically rekindle an old flame, and it's hard to burn out unless something happens again. You don't see yourself ever in a situation where you will go back to a situation where something not ideal has happened. I'd like to add some context to that and say you got to realize this person is someone you, for this instance, that you've really bonded with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was some bad moments, but there was some like moments where she, you felt like there was nobody else in the world that you could relate to, and this is why your man probably disappeared. You started. This is a girl that's going to get you to understand and. Why your men disappear? You like, damn! I actually enjoy the fuck out of you. Like, I I like watching movies with you. I like spending time with you. Spending time with you actually pulls back into me because I'm so overjoyed. It just, it just works. It flows for you. You feel this is your special person. Y'all, something happens happens where y'all break up. Months later, she hits you back up. Hold on, something happens. That causes us to break up. Yeah. Who initiates it? Let's say it's her. 
in the case of the story. Which usually is the case. It's <laughs> not true. Oh my! That's not true at all. <laughs> uh, what that is? It's actually, it's actually a statistic like that. Um, most most marriages end because the the woman initiates the the um that's, the marriage. That's actually interesting statistic. If that's you true. would think that would be. I feel like most marriages, most marriages due like, to marital problems having to do with finances, though. Um, yeah, 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 I mean, the reason the reason for like a lot of marriages breaking up is um, uh, a main a, a main thing like like a top thing is like finances, but um, uh, but definitely like the fact still remains is that who the person that brings up the um the divorce papers and says I want to get a divorce. Almost majority of the time is a woman. It's like eighty well, percent. I think that's looking at it from the wrong perspective, or not even the wrong perspective, but look at it from a different perspective. A professor and social demo, uh, demographer at Stanford University says women are more likely to file for divorce than men in almost seventy percent of the cases. Yep, that could be inferred as the niggas are giving them a reason to file for a divorce. Um. Yeah. That's that's a that's that's not like a good way to look at it. Because it's a, it's like a, first of all, like, why am I, as a man, like, why am I coming to you with a ring in my hand, like, like on my, on my fucking knee, ask you to marry me in the first place? It's because I think that, 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 that what we have is going to last for the rest of our life. And there's no type of, 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 of fucking um, thing that's going to stop us from uh, um um you know from continuing our relationship in this way right and right? i'm sure everyone so, at the time has the same thought no one's proposing <laughs> to someone that they think they might be divorced to and, to and i don't think nobody's accepting if yeah. They, you know yeah but the 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 thing is that i don't think that i don't really think that like women take seriously the when when you're doing your vows and you say you know uh, uh, in sickness and in health, and like, what's the other shit? No rich, idea. Rich and poor, something else. Yeah, like that's kind all of, the all the fucking. That's not in, that's not no, in. no, no. That's probably the case. Oh, oh no, 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 no. So death do us part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I really don't think that they that they kind of like understand like what that is. I think that that like like for the most part, like they they like the idea of being married. You know, like like. They they're the main people that 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 look forward to their wedding day and stuff like that. Think about like the dress that they're going to make, the people that's going to be there, like like how the just the whole entire vibe of the event is going to be and everything. You going on the on the honeymoon, all the cute you know shit. Like that's type that's the type of shit that they think about from when they're like four, five, six years old. So like the they 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 like to romanticize just that day, but they don't really think about the fact that. For the, till death do us part is really the rest of your life, and you think that's the case for like the mass, the majority of women, huh? The, the majority of married women, you think that's the case that they don't really take that type of stuff into account? Yeah, yeah, because it's you wouldn't you wouldn't get marriages that are that are um that are that are initiated mainly by women without without that. It's a they. Like as soon as yes, they'll fucking they'll fucking say, oh, yeah, you know, this is something that um, uh, uh, um, 
um, my guy, my my boyfriend, or I mean, my husband fucked up, so this is why I have to call it quits and stuff like that. It's like, yes, you can say that he fucked up. Yes, like he's doing things that you don't like, but if it's something that you know that you cannot like take back, um, uh, um, like you like you cannot fix by going to like marriage, marriage counseling or just or however however like avenue that you want to take in order in, in order to fix that issue, and you just and you just feel like you have to end it. Then you didn't do enough of 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 um of a due diligence in the person that you're actually dealing with, and I'm not saying that this is the case for for uh, um for everybody. I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna make that type of like blank, blanket statement, mm-hmm. but for a lot of people, like you don't like there's a lot of like character flaws in people that I'm that uh, um that I can fucking see. I don't know how the other person didn't see it. But like, but, 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 but they, they say, ah, oh, man, I, I don't know if I can like really like deal with that. And it's like, you, you, you think this person, like you, you're, you, you're with this person. You fucking sleep with this person every, every day. And you're going to have to do that until you get old and die. That's really the rest of your life. People don't understand how long that is. But sometimes people break up. And then, and then, and then this is the other thing about fucking marriages and, 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 and relationships. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. And shit like that, especially marriage. And they get like you, you cannot, you the uh, the, the marriage like that's the thing. And and that's like kind of like the biggest like misconception about marriage that um that people have. It's not about love. It's about fucking duty. It's about responsibility. It's not. It's not. It's not easy, nigga. I'm, it's hard work. I'm glad you're saying all this because I think that contributes to people's inability to see things as a dysfunctional place that they're in because it's about duty. Because we know. The grass is not greener on the other side. And it's like, at what point, how do you determine for yourself that, all right, this is something that, you know, like just going back to the situation I was trying to paint for you, you break up with this, y'all break up for whatever whatever reason, as you said, let's say it's her fault. Months, months go by and you have a decision to make. Has she grown from what happened? Is this, you know, does she deserve a second chance? How do you come about that decision? Also, what things in are you saying it's two separate things in a regular boyfriend girlfriend relationship and in a marriage that are the end all be all there's no coming back from it type shit? So if like somebody's unfaithful in a relationship, so say say your girl cheats on you, right? Your girlfriend cheats on you. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to dub her, right? Yeah. If your wife cheats on you, you know, according to the stuff you just said, Let's go to marriage counseling. Let's try to figure this out. Let's go to church or whatever. However, people try to solve their problems. Mm-hmm. You're saying that's the it's two totally different things. Do you not approach all your relationships as if you're married to the person? I mean, by that time, by the time and and, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, so like I'm not going to I can't speak for like for like every dude yeah i'm talking about you and how they're gonna run their shit but if you as a dude do not understand like female nature and like why your girl like cheats in the first place then you're not really going to be able to understand like why she did that to you um in your marriage and for me i that like if my girl cheats on me in my marriage, that means that I did something 
um, wrong. I wasn't on my shit. No, I disagree with that because when it's flipped and a guy cheats on his wife, nobody says that. No huh? one says, if anything, people go out their way to, you know, to reassure the woman that, you know, it's it's nothing that you did. You it's didn't not. do anything wrong. Right. For the, for the most part. It's but, not. You're, but you're saying if it was reversed and you were the one that cheated. Yeah. Or, or I'm sorry. If she's, if the she's the one that cheated, cheated then, he, then, then it's, he it's your fault. Wrong. Yeah. Because. That's, that you, that's inconsistent. Though, it's not. Know? Well, no, it's not. It's not inconsistent because like I because men and women are not the same. Generally speaking, dudes don't dudes don't cheat um, for the same reasons that that women cheat. So 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 like so like those are you 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 can't you can't look at it as like as cheating as two like of the same thing for each gender. Okay, so give me an example. I'm sorry, an example of how your girl cheats on you, and it's your fault. Give me an example of something you could have done to make your girl cheat on you. And I'm I'm gonna spoiler alert, there's no nothing. I'm not a believer in your actions forcing anyone to do anything. If you, you never, did something that made your girlfriend so unhappy that she would even consider the idea of cheating on you. Except for cheating. Then it's her fault. Except for cheating. What, right. what if the answer is cheating? Like the only That's one the answer, answer is not leaving the relationship. I've re- I've been cheated before. Once before, right? But I'm just I'm just saying that's not the right answer. Yeah, that's not just what all. happens. So any reason anyone could have for cheating on you is on them. No, I mean obviously you're going to make mistakes that would push someone to the point of leaving. But to me, cheating is past the point of leaving. So you just skipped over leaving and decided to cheat. That's that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of the person that cheated. Of her? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, like, if it happened to me, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie and and, and be like, and, and like, after she did it, or like, or or, or Lily catching her in the act, be like, oh, baby, it's not your fault. <laughs> not, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Obviously, nigga, like, I'm a, I'm a man at the end of the day. I'm gonna be fucking mad. I'm gonna, I'm going to, 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 you know, you know, get in my feelings in, in, in everything. But me knowing myself. After 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 a little bit of time, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like think about like like what happened. I'm gonna kind of like retrace what I my steps. Done better. Shit like I'm that. gonna yeah. I'm gonna retrace my steps and be like, you know what? What what went wrong along the way to happen to um uh, um that caused this to happen? Because usually, damn, because generally speaking, um, generally speaking, right. Girls, oh, it's never, it's never like one thing. You're gonna have to like, um, you're gonna have to like disconnect the mic and actually turn it because you have to do like a full 360 turn. So just, just unplug the mic. So it's never one thing that you do as a dude that causes your girl to cheat. It's always, it's always like a accumulation of things. It's always, it's always a a um. Something that can't like quickly be dealt with. It, that's the reason. That's the reason why why your girl cheats. It's a. It, it's like a. It's. It comes. It comes from like many like type of things. Like f- first of all, you. It could come from you not just doing what you're supposed to do as a as a man. 
Right. You're not so, giving her so, attention. You're not hitting it right. It's any, any number of things. Yeah. But the only thing I'm saying is there is never anything that can make someone cheat. Wait, if, what? If you're the things you're saying that could cause your girl to cheat should be the reasons for your girl to leave, not cheat. Of course. Cheating is a personal decision. And I'm not saying any of us here hold are on, hold on. above that decision. Me not saying I'm, I'm me not you. Me not saying You might be now. Me not saying <laughs> me not saying that I, I am now, but me not saying that like I that I understand like like why my girl did or why my girl cheated or me like or or me saying that it's my fault or whatever is not saying that her doing what she did is right or right. like or like or like that's or um the way that she went about it was the correct way to go about it obviously not yeah you're not like as a as a girl you're not supposed to fucking cheat or a guy life. but you but you're going to do your you're going to do your research you're going to do your self reflection and see where you know where what you may have done to push her to that point. Yeah, because I mean, it's always it's it's. I mean, it's a, a lot. A lot of times, it's always me because th- because that's the thing. Like, unless your girl is just like a just a super dot, just like built different. Like, she's not going to. She's not gonna like walk out on you. Like girls, like All for right. the most. Listen, girls for the most part are 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 mainly kind of like monogamous people. Like right, they, so, so then we got our situation. Then we got our situation. I think this was all in flow. Your girl cheated on you. You did your reflection. Okay. You figured out what exactly it was that you lacked. That she did her own learning and growing in the time apart with you. Is there a chance that you get back together? No. Well, this is your piece. And I'm not trying to sway your answer. This is your. This is like your that best person. friend. This is like, that person. Right. I need you. I need you to put you yourself knew in the mindset. You were going to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. You were certain. It's cool. That's the thing. And 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 that's the thing. That's that that kind of like is for that reason why why I said that just because just because I can understand like why my girl did something doesn't make doesn't necessarily mean that what she did was right. Right. So for that, like, like for for the act itself of you just like going to cheat on me, like, yeah, I I can't. That's not something that I can come back from. Are there is there anything? Well, you can that, come back from. Is there anything else that she could have done? And I know that's a very general question, but I, at this point, we're just struggling to figure out what your girl did to continue with the scenario. What is something that you feel as though girls can do that can be came, came back from? That's a good question. Yeah, what can girls do that that they can come back from? That, that? you can come back to that where you like, look, all right, time to pass. Let me give this another shot. And like, wait, I, I, I'm kind of breakup reasons. I'm thinking, right. reason. Things I'm that confusing. Think of every reason you could possibly have breaking up. Clearly, cheating is off the table. You're not for me breaking up with her. Yeah. And she wants to get back with you. Okay, we we already settled. Cheating is not. Or even if, or even if it was a mutual separation, because that happens a lot of times. Like I think sometimes think breakups is always one person or other. Sometimes that argument just gets to that point where it's like, look, this it's been enough of this. So whatever reasons you can think of, like what one are you like? Look, I could I could give her a run back for that. We we could run it back a second year. It, I'm gonna say like I'm not gonna be like super interesting with this because like it, it kind of depends as long as whatever made me break up with you 
is not a character flaw um in in, in your person then i like if it's if it's something that could have been like resolved like realistically speaking people grow though like so i think even character flaws like people definitely grow out of things that was of their character at first that's cool you can grow and i want you to grow that but doesn't they kind of just don't want to grow with you. They just yeah, you don't have to grow. With so them. so once again, like I I think I, I'm gonna ask one more time, and then we're gonna just throw it out like a different way. What is something you can come back from then? Yeah, because that was an extremely general answer. What is something that is not a character flaw? What action that is not a character flaw can you come back from that you could be like, look, bro, all right, I forgive you. Let's 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 try new. Especially if they come back and they look like they got it together. I mean, it almost sounds like an oxymoron to me, though. A, a character flaw. I that's trust me, not trust. I, I I get it. I know it's really no way around it because you can right. dub there's, anything as a right. character flaw. Yeah, and there's nobody that's. I'm just not trying to get an answer out of it. <laughs> you so basically you you expect perfection out of your partner. <sighs> that's not what I'm saying. If you if you talk about character flaws, yeah, there's no one right. with it's no all, character flaws. Not at all. So okay, listen. When I like when and I we're say, not saying you're wrong or anything. It's just because we're such like no, no, I, I love get it. hopeless yeah, romantic I get people. It. We're like the total opposite. So there's almost nothing you can't come back from with us. I get it. I get <laughs> it. Hurts to hear. Read me. Good lord. <laughs> nah, but when I say character flaw, right? I'm not saying that like you can't have any character flaws. I'm saying that if this is something. If you exhibit something that would have made me dub anybody else for the same for the same thing or wouldn't have even gotten you a relationship with me in the first place, then But that's how it be. You date somebody and they don't show that shit though, bro. They show it once the relationship starts. What do you mean? Bro, that happens all the time. So bro. so I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm asking you what do you mean? I'm gonna assume you don't like super like clingy type obsessed that's what i was about to right? i, I was yeah. going to go exactly saying, there with him you're saying that's the only way because, like because you can break I'm up not because of that to, you know generalize but a lot of men and women don't exhibit that clingy need to be up under you all the time behavior in the early stages or even after you're together in the honeymoon stages it's you know after some time is put on now they're up under you all the time you would probably consider that a character flaw if it's like obsessive where they always needed to know where you are and they always want to go with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Shit like they, that. They want to stay on the phone all day. They like stuff like that. Things that a lot of women are going to expect of you. You necessarily didn't see at first because you was just you were at just as interested in her. And the reality is honestly what I feel like uh, girls. But that's the thing. <laughs> like the, the like if you if you if you pay attention enough, like you can see shit signs of that um early on. But those signs ain't always bad in my opinion. Huh? Them signs ain't always bad. And without making this the bigger conversation, those signs aren't always bad. People, I think if you expect people to not, if you expect people to like kind of have like control over their emotions and that big burst of emotion, which is liking somebody and really growing to like them more and more and more, we're talking about that relationship. We're not just talking about anybody you picked up off from the club. Uh, you got their number off Instagram and everything. We're talking yeah. about like, look, this is like building. It is buzzing. It is trending upwards. It's not just only like you're actually that like gets plowed, piled on every day with every joke that you share with her, with every like, you know, common in, interest, with every time spent, every second of time spent. That like is increasing. 
So with this person, let's say you hit this point where you just like, damn, I, it was coming off as her just really being interested in me. But now, now I don't know. It's, it, it's making me uncomfortable. I don't even like dubbing it as completely obsessive, but let's just say it gets to the point where it makes you uncomfortable. And I know you, you're a guy that needs your friend to freedom. You decide like, look, bro, I think it's time for us to uh, maybe take some space. I don't want to do this, but maybe we can take some space and I, I don't know. And we'll see what happens in life. Yeah. Some months go by and you, I, by your year, you can see yourself in that type of, you know, breakup, right? Where nobody's really wrong. Oh. Separation, breakup, so you can, separation, whatever. Okay. I mean, could you see yourself realistically being in that type of situation? You at the gym, you have a girl who's not managing her emotions correctly, and she's coming off you of like, yo, like what happened? You know, like with me, mm-hmm. why didn't you communicate that we you were at the gym, boo boo, and so stuff is happening like this. You're starting to see your schedule change, and you just like, look, bro, I don't, I don't like where this is going. Mm-hmm. It is nothing against you, for real. You know, it's nothing against her because everything else is cool. You just feel a little burdened by the relationship. She ain't necessarily do nothing wrong to you. Months go by, you see her at a day party. She looking fine. She looking fine. That the same fine look that made you go smack at her in the first place. She looking fine. You got a couple shots in you, which you don't in real life. But you had one shot. Yeah. Pull up. Good boy that's smacking his kissing his teeth all show. But uh yeah, so she fine. She looking fine, dog. She you ever seen you ever you ever yeah. you seen the fine joint at the club? Course, a joint at the club ever make you be like, damn, a lot, not just damn when you put the Y in that joint, day young, yeah, with a, <laughs> <laughs> with a Y, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looking like that. Are you going to talk to her? Yeah, come on, of course, nigga. Like the the, the nigga, I'm not, I'm not like I keep saying, I'm not, I'm not this like super hard nigga. Cool, 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 yeah, cool, cool. yeah I got you. So boom, you the flesh is weak. Her. All right, cool. You go talk yeah. to her. Okay, so now we're talking about lust. This is not the lust association. <laughs> yeah, this is the exactly. Love. This is the but, love we, but we still about to see some. Cool, cool. Boom, y'all, y'all link up. Y'all exchange numbers again. Okay, come to find out, you know, she like you only. I, I know, I still remember yours. That's crazy. You still have the same number. You know, real something cute, real nostalgic mm-hmm. for you. Y'all go out to eat next week or so. Vibes is still there. You feel, you feel like y'all ain't skip a beat. She crushing every girl that every little leg that you've been talking that you to, made hitting, small talk and yeah. And in between time, you're like, what you mean she crushing, bro? You know, she well, actually, maybe, like, maybe, and like they're not even coming close to you know. Oh, you mean like 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 her vibe? Yeah, everything, bro. No doubt, don't just condescendingly say vibe like that, bro. That's important. <laughs> how bro. you how do you condescendingly say it? Like, oh, like, her vibe. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to like yeah, her vibe, bro. Vibrations is real, bro. Like her vibe and y'all connection and y'all bond. And y'all chemistry on fire, breaking the meter. You are <laughs> laughing at this dinner. When that check come, you don't even like, you like, absolutely. Like, you, it ain't even nothing. Like, you enjoyed her, bro. You, you, you're not too heavy in because it's still early, but she drove home. You text her, be like, yo, hit me when you make, hit me when you get home. Why? Because you actually care about her safety. <laughs> I'll do that anyway. <laughs> I mean, because you're supposed to. This one, you're doing it because you actually care about the, her getting home safe. See, I know sometimes you feel as though this is the bid or someone like people are trying to make it as though you can't speak on things. I'm not doing that. But sometimes I feel as though you have not experienced that. So sometimes maybe I wonder like, damn, I like, have no, no, But that's the thing. No, no, no I'm, asking, I'm asking the question. I think he has. And if anything, who, I think bro? Ant who? probably represents the majority of niggas. 
Think so? One thing that yes. I see a lot of women talk about on Twitter, I know, again, Twitter's not a real place. It's a, it's a public I forum. Actually, it is a real place. That I, it's not, but I mean. That I, I agree I with know. is that men don't take the same shit that women take in relationships. So, yes. like, niggas will do wild ass shit and expect or at least hope their girl will take them back. And in a lot of cases, they do. But a lot of guys like Ant, you got one strike and you're out. So if anything, I think Ant probably represents the majority of the demographic we're that's talking not, about. It's not it's not a one strike in your no, 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 no. Obviously, but, that's an over exaggeration. Yeah, but yeah. You know but, what I mean? And I get what you're saying. Yes. So like cheating on a girl and a girl cheating on you, you have a higher chance of a girl taking you back for cheating than yeah. a girl being taken back by a guy. Right. Yes. And I think that and we, that's the, we and that's the case. The other, the I'm other telling you, yes, I'm and definitely and a lower. And you guys, y'all, y'all are y'all are anomalies. Like, f- I, and I'm trying to tell you the most for the for the most part, most niggas are not taking their girl back after after she cheats on. All right, so I'm trying one more time, not the cheating though. So boom, we yeah, keep going. Yeah, boom. Everything's vibing. She's crushing the competition. Okay. She's, she's crushing the competition. All right. And she's crushing it consistently. Like, this is where, like, uh, James Harden first got traded. When it's like, oh, yeah, nah. Like, when he first got traded from the uh, Thunder. Or uh, whether he got signed, I don't know. I Did he get signed? He may have got signed. What, to the Rockets? Yeah. Yeah. I think he got signed because that's when he got his new um, contract for right, the 230. Yeah, so not not traded, but signed. Yeah. And she cooking consistently. This ain't even, like, no, this ain't no Jeremy Lin. Yeah. She cooking. Yeah. <laughs> at what point are you just like, look, bro, I'm convinced. What, no, what, at what point do you feel convinced or do you ever hit that point where you convinced is like, all right, you earned this return to the NBA. You, you earned this return to my franchise. You just hooped your ass off. Your combine numbers is better than everybody else that's in this motherfucker. Welcome to the team again. We're glad to have you back. Yeah. You can be on the team. That's the, that's the thing. I'm okay, not so, above. So, so bad. I'm, not so above you are. I'm not above signing. I'm not above like like resigning people and shit like that. Of course, yeah. But you can be on the team. However, are you getting the max contract for me? No. So what, do, what does that oh, mean? What does that mean? So, in real life? That was a what great that? analogy. We might yeah. be back on the players. So <laughs> <laughs> I love a good sports analogy. <laughs> not so getting the max contract. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga gonna drop we'll a bomb on his fight, own we'll shit fight. on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we can't we can't do fucking um. Yeah, no, no, no. Drop it, drop it again. Make it louder though. That was fire. That was fire. That was fire. Yeah. Nah, but okay. So boom. I think we finally just broke ground with Ant, y'all. It takes a lot for me to get Ant here. What you mean? So yes, you would take her back in that situation. She gets a resign, but not to a max deal. Yeah. Okay. What does a max deal mean in real life dating? For the viewer, for the listeners, basically the possibility of marriage. You would so you're basically saying there's no chance of her getting a ring out of you. Yeah, nah, it's, it's over that because yeah. she because y'all had a and and a space and yeah. a space disagreement. This specific situation we're talking, all y'all had was a space disagreement. Everything else she was killing, and due to her uh, practice, her summer league. She's shown that she may be past that. She went to the G League and she was hoping. She's shown that she okay. may have grown out of that. Okay, here's the thing. Growth right? is real. Yeah, growth is real, bro. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, growth is real. And that's why you're back on my team. However, how, but listen, listen. Yeah, however, you're back on my team, right? So, and, 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 yes, I appreciate your willingness to, 
to and 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 your maybe slight level of humility that it takes to come back um to uh, uh to to extend your hand and reach out to me to come back on my uh, to play on what my if team, it's not, what, right? What if, I think. So, let me pause you real quick because I think sometimes it ain't about humility. I want you to look at it from both of y'all sides. This connection is that real. It ain't humility. It's just more so that she feels it so much that it's like this is where I'm supposed to be. Of course, I'm gonna go make them corrections and st- come tr- come back and try to you know make this happen. Because you would, right? Say the roles were reversed and you cheated on your girl, the best girl in the world. And for whatever dumbass reason, you cheated on her, right? She breaks up with you months, years, whatever go by. Y'all link back up. The whole story tone has been selling, blah, blah, blah. You would, you know, realistically want her to take you back, right? <laughs> yeah, but like we're I said. We're talking about the best girl in the world. Yeah, yeah but, but like I said, like, like, it, like for the whole cheating thing, girls cheat differently f- then, then that's why I didn't want to. So like, that's why I didn't want to do a cheating thing. That's why yeah. let's stick to this small disagreement, which was big enough to break up at the moment. Mm-hmm. The th- that's the thing, right? So I'm taking you back on. I I take you. I resign you. Um. Upon your resigning, you're not you're not getting the same that same position back. I'm sorry. Like cool, you. Cool. And, but and wait. But but here's 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 the important thing, right? You need to be happy. Playing the fucking um uh, um that support role, Man, but that happens, bro. No, no, no. no. Even though, no, so that, you're that, telling me you're gonna start a lesser player at her spot? I did that, Q. I agree with him. I agree with him. I do think sometimes with those red flags that come up, you kind of do go in the game plan of like, all right, yeah, but you you kind of fucked us over before too. That just like, sounds like unhealed trauma. It, and not, it is, and it is, it's it not, is, it, it is. is, it is, <laughs> it right. is. But damn, man. <laughs> no. Don't treat me like tone. It is, <laughs> it is. But <laughs> do you not deserve that boundary at that point? I think that's a deserved boundary. You let her back on the team. Cool. If it takes some time to warm, rewarm things up, and get that trust back, where you get these keys to this, you know, yeah, cool. It, I deserve that boundary. So boom. Right, I agree with that. But just taking the uh, entire possibility I off I, the table. I think that's impossible to do anyway because yeah. all all you can do is claim what you're gonna do. Yeah. So you got her back on the team. Mm-hmm. She's still hooping. Good. <laughs> she's, she's coming off the bench and hooping. she's still yeah. dropping Six thirty. Man. Are you happy to come off the bench? Yeah, and she's doing her part. Okay. Good. Good she's doing you. her part, and at this point, you being an owner with a heart, it's like, dog, come on, bro. At this point, it makes no sense for me to be starting you, bro. Like I. I got rookies who are not performing this well, getting more PT than you. The press is starting to ask you, yo, what's up with you? What's up with the coach? What's up with the coach rotations? You remember how everybody felt when uh, LaMelo was on the bench mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season? Like, yo, what is, what's, what's dude doing? Mm-hmm. That's what people starting to hit you with. Not that, you know, their opinion matters, but I'm just saying, this, that's the space you in now. Mm-hmm. She's hooping. Okay. She's at hooping. At what point are you going to have to cut her? Cut her? Yeah, I mean, someone's gotta, somebody's gotta be MVP at some point. Cut, yeah, you gotta space floor, you gotta space timeout, cause women they require time. Believe it or not, there is <laughs> there is a time she's hooping so much, she comes into that front office and it's like, look, what are we doing? <laughs> it's been it's been <laughs> long enough. What are we? <laughs> Where is this going? But but she brings a paper that says twenty eight. 
seven and five. Come on, bro. All all star numbers. What? Come on, bro. With that, put yourself in a GM position, bro. You you answering like looking at it from the girl GM position. What are you doing? Me, I'm like, yeah, you right. And if I'm the girl, I'm gonna start demanding the trade. Of course, that's what's happening immediately afterwards after this conversation. So, what are you doing? Okay. If you feel like you, first of all, if you feel like you want, listen. If you if you if you feel like you want to like you want to demand a trade, go for it. Do it. I'm not gonna stop you. I I actually like nigga. If you if that thought comes to your mind, I encourage you to. The 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 problem or the thing is that if you're coming to me right. And you're saying, "Look, nigga, look at all these. Look at look at the points that that I that it's I." It's more humble. It's more yeah, humble. It's more humble. Like it's that. more humble. It's hey, hey, look, y'all. I, look, and I, I've been performing. I ain't gonna hold you. I know I fucked up in the past. I completely understand where your lack of trust is coming from. I love you to death, and I can't think of life with nobody else but you. And I'm working hard every day for you, man. I'm working hard to get your trust back, and I just. Really would like to have this conversation to say maybe like where where are we going? Are we headed in that direction at least? I'll say yeah. I'll say I'll say I'll say yeah. We're heading in that direction. However, mm, thank you. That, but no, 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 I don't want to hear. However, <laughs> no. <laughs> no sorry, right. However, it's like yeah. The but 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 like here's the problem. The the issue is. You shouldn't be coming to me in the first place. Yeah, you're reading into it too much. No, no, I get you. No, I get where you were trying to go, but I want to leave it at your yeah. No. Because a lot of dudes answer at that yeah. I get no, I, I know it's a lot more, and I'm not trying to take that away from you. A lot of dudes take it at that yeah. At this point, you're in a position where you went off scouting her games, you went off her, you know, her recent wait, wait, up uh, stat performance. Uh. What do you mean? Uh, that's why you said yeah. You didn't say yeah because I didn't say she yeah. ain't been hooping. Or, or no, I said you said yeah. We're in that direction. Are you lying to her? Yeah, but that's not a definitive answer. Well, we're in that direction is not a definitive. Are y'all in that direction, bro? That is that can be answered black or white. <laughs> it don't got to be a gray right there. Okay. Are y'all building towards that? Yes or no? Maybe. <laughs> Would it? So yes. So yeah. Was that a fair yes? Yeah, you taking yes from him? I think in this situation. Because it's so hypothetical, if this were to happen to you, mm-hmm. it would be a more uh, more solid yes. Because I mean, from experience, okay, yeah. for the sake of for the sake of the conversation, yes. Let's 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 continue. Yeah. So it's a yes. Here's where just to get back to the point of the conversation, a lot of dudes are in that position where it's yes. Where that's where they make the yes. And I get on the outside looking in. People are just like, you're going back to something toxic. Because I think sometimes where we go wrong is we get on that phone when that bad thing happens. We don't get on the phone on an everyday basis like, yo, she just bought me home like the most random uh, Xbox gamer fucking online gaming joint. Like just off the random. She sold in CVS and knew I was running out. I was just complaining to myself the other day. But she overheard that shit and went and got it. We don't call and sing our women's praises and the good things they do. We don't call and sing when it's just like, dog, I just had the most like safe feeling night ever. Just laying up on the couch with her. I got off from the most stressful day at work, got home and felt like everything was better. You don't call and talk about that stuff. But you call and talk about when things go wrong. 
So from the outside looking in, at this yes you made, everybody's like, yo, it's so toxic. Boom, boom, boom. Why are you going back to that? Boom, 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 boom. Blah, say, blah, blah, say, blah, blah, say, blah. You see her stats. You've seen her hooping. You kind of feel like, look, bro, I, I trust her. I trust that this is a new opportunity. I, I, I hear y'all. I get the scandals and everything that happened with the player. All we can do is just, you know, pray for a productive season. Uh, the stats say that the stats point in the direction that she's going to continue having this productive season. Let's go win this ring. Let's go. And that's the type of energy I think a lot of people find themselves at. Because at the end of the day, is it subjective? Is people's trauma and people's perception of others' trauma subjective? I don't know. But when you're not involved in it and you don't get to see those shining moments. And also, I guess like the other thing is you can't say that people haven't came back in and made it work ever. Like people do it all the time. People do it all the time. So at what point in that yes of, hey, we're going to continue this. Are you really, hey, are, are you really determined dubbed to be a nigga who keeps going back to bad situations? I think at that point you can't call that. I think you end up getting that title once something bad happens again. Right. At that moment, you just said it yourself, you're going back to someone who did something that was wrong. That's something that I could look and be like, and that was a red flag, brother. You had to know this was going to happen again. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but, uh, but, uh, it's a, it, but then at that point, it's, it's just like a, what is it? For me once, Shame on you, fool me twice, shame on shame on me. But you would still put yourself in a position to be fooled. Hmm? But you still would put yourself in that position to be fooled, though. You said, yeah, for the sake of conversation, of course. Yeah, I said, yeah, for the sake of conversation. But yeah, but and and so in that case, it's that hard no then. Someone makes the same mistake twice, then it's fuck them. Oh, yeah, it, it it should be that. If it wasn't that the first time, then it. It should so be number two, that. number two is like she come back. Same thing, same. I got. I think for the sake of everything, for cycles, you gotta say it's the same issue, same exact issue happens again. So this go around, what's happening? Oh, then we're not even talking. Yeah, Q, what's your answer though? Whoa, by 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 what experience. I, oh, by fuck. experience. Nah, see, I'm fucking. You gotta fool me six times before you <laughs> shame on me. <laughs> and and but, the, but that's what, the thing. I'm not. I'm not gonna make you, fun of you. What keeps like, you in there? The positive. I'm not that's real inherently a negative person, so I don't. I'm not saying I try to avoid negative things. I just don't dwell on them at all. So someone could screw me over, and it it's really not the end of the world. I mean, that's in my relationships, my family, my friendships, all types of real shit. I get that perfect. I yeah. don't. I don't at all believe. I mean, outside of some super wild shit, that there's nothing that can't be come back from. I really, I really don't believe that. Especially when there's also a lot of positives. And I know that sounds like, you know, the positives outweighing the negatives. Obviously, it depends on the situation that I'm in. But, yeah, in a lot of cases, like like with cheating, obviously, if it's like we've been dating for like two weeks, then, yeah, it's a dub. But if we've been dating for like two years, I'm not going to lie and say there's no chance that we're not going to. Cheating a dub for me. I would want to say no. that it is for me now. Yeah, and yeah, maybe I'm even faking, like, because I have not. <laughs> but I'm serious, bro. What do you stop, mean? Nigga, stop playing, bro. What Come you on, mean? Because you trying to, like, laugh and, like, bro, stop playing. I've never been cheated on and not left. Right. Shut hold that on, shit up. Hold on, hold on. Shut that shit up. Fuck wrong with you. Put it on mic. I don't give a fuck who you talking about. He ain't talking about leaving. He's talking about coming back. Going back to. Nah, I don't situation. think he even talking about that. Oh. 
Put it on Mike. It wasn't. It wasn't fucking uh, Jasmine. No. He spun the block, but I, yeah, I came back. Went out, and got in the car. Hold on. So she didn't cheat on you before you moved in with her. Not, not that I confirmed. No. <laughs> So it wasn't it, like the 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 speculation the speculation was there that she cheated in the first and it, I mean bro, it wasn't oh, it wasn't it wasn't super duper concrete you for to? you. What are you referring to? Atlanta? Huh? You referring to Atlanta? I don't know. I, I don't know. You tell me. I mean you saying before, like I'm just trying to figure out why you were so certain of the before timeline. Because I'm trying to think is Bro, I, I'm trying. I'm trying, trying to, to think no, something. No, no, I never. It no, no, was never I'm like. I'm trying no, to get the. I'm trying to get the timeline right because I've like, never like, been. This ain't, this ain't my life. Cut anyway. I, it's not gonna nah, cut. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I'm cool. I've never been in no situation where I'm like. I'm she not gonna hear this anyway. Where I'm getting cheated on. I'm getting cheated on right now. And but I but but I'm gonna stay. Never. In my I'm life. trying to think. Has it been like oh shit, bro? It was like some niggas in your phone. And this shit sketchy as hell. Hell yeah, of course. I'm. When was a situation? Because I think you were working at. At um at a at a fucking what's his name like that's I think we're working at PetSmart. Then that was years ago. Like that was like no that was, was nowhere near the moving. Hold on, hold on, I know. So, but but that that had to have been before. Oh, like in a different like time of us dating. Yes. That's what you mean? Okay. What do you mean? So I'm saying that you uh, you effectively did take her back after after she did what she did. I thought we meant like the, I mean, shit, like I said, like, first off, <laughs> if you talking about the situation I'm talking about, I still, like I said, I was getting told some wild ass lies, bro. So I, <laughs> I, 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 still, I don't believe it. She's a good nah, girl. But that, but hey, bro, sometimes <laughs> I guess they, aren't you innocent until proven guilty? Oh my God. Nigga, man. you, first off, you believe that. Like, of course shit. I do. But and like, some, some, but, some and lies, saying, oh my some God. lies is not that good, but they do leave you with the fuck. Like I have nothing to prove like that. All I got is word of mouth. Like, bro, I have nothing to prove. Like, bro, I get it. When you're on the outside looking in, it's easy. Bro, that's why I saw, I don't pray nothing. Like, I don't then pray why no you, heartbreak on you, bro. Then why did you break up with her in the first place? A lot of our joints was like mutual. It wasn't really even like really like someone's like, yo, I'm done. It was just mostly like, yo, this shit like just hit the fan. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to tell you why I kept going back because I can speak for myself. <sighs> I can speak for myself why. I would hit these points and breaking up with her where I don't know. We I found myself in a stage of coping a lot, trying to process because when you are that close with someone, when you do share that much time with somebody, you that's your life. It becomes yep. your life. It becomes your life. And maybe I, any response that anybody could give, that's you know, that's that's signs of codependency. Maybe so, who knows? And a lot of other situations, it's not signs of codependency. And a lot of situations where it works out, those are goals. And it's like, yo, like, that's, I think those are what partners do. I think your girl comes in. Is and, it? Yeah. I think your girl comes in, and I think your girl is the type of person who makes you not want to hang with your niggas that much. I don't want to watch a movie with you, man. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I mean, that's facts, though. Like, I don't want to watch a movie with you. I don't want to go uh, release my tensions overlooking the beach water and, like, in a calmer setting with you. Like, should us as men get to that point? Sure. And, but that'd be a different conversation on the lovers association. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> but I don't want to do that with you. My girl, I can do all that with, I can come back home, talk about my long ass day 
you that's what I'm saying. Sometimes that's the only reason I say, bro, you ain't been in that relationship to really understand how much you really share and start to depend on this person. And when it's the right situation, it's a beautiful foundation to build love on. Like that spark and that connection in the first place. And you end up kind of like associating that with comfort. So when you lose that and you start dating, start that dating realm, Q. I know you can talk. I know you can vouch. Start dating. You're like, man, these girls suck. <laughs> stuff that you thought was normal, stuff that you thought was every day that just came with women because your girl was doing it so well. I think that's when you really start to notice all the good things your girls do. You think in like bad and like breakups, you're only like thinking about the bad and the thing that made y'all break up. Nah, you, you start to compare like shit, bro. These girls don't. I can't hold no conversation. That shit. Nah, I do that in a relationship too. Oh, for real? If anything, in a relationship where you're with a girl that's doing all the right things and then y'all break up, if anything, first thing in my mind is like, fuck, now, I, now I'm back yeah, in Gen yeah. Pop. You. <laughs> back in Gen Pop. <laughs> it do feel like Gen Pop. <laughs> it literally feels like the club. Yikes. Getting out of a relationship literally feels like the Yikes. general population of the club. Oh, my goodness. Because, bro, all you're doing is trying. That's all you're doing is trying each time. So you got to realize you had this best friend. You're trying. Yeah, trying. Trying for what? You just try. I, I, I said trying as a general term because I didn't want to say searching because I didn't want you to respond and be like, that's the issue. Because like, nah, it's not a search. It's just now that you're a free agent. You're out there. You're in the market now. And all you can do is entertain offers. All you can do is go to these sit downs and be like, all right, you know, nah, this don't work for me. And it's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be a lot of this don't work for me. It's going to be a lot of people where, bro, I got this, uh, I had got this girl number. And when I tell you, bro, I've never like had a worsting texting experience in my life. Like those one of the moments where I'm like, bro, this is why I don't give out my number no more. Cause this shit was a waste of my time. Like the texting was just awful. Like it just, people like, you realize there's people with different communication still, uh, communication styles out here that are completely different than work. What works for you. It's, it's different out here. It's hard to be single coming out of a relationship. I think being single can seem super optimistic for someone who ain't really found that person. But when you done found that person, you done had that connection, you done had that bond, especially over some months over to the point where it's some years and everything. Oh, yep. man. Single life can be a culture shock for you. And it can actually get extremely discouraging. It can be like super discouraging. And you start hitting them points and then just imagine, like, you, you've been struggling single for, like, three months. Three, it's been three months, Q, and you come in from a party that you left your boys at early. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, down, I'm yeah, likely to do that. You come in, throw the fold down on the couch over there, you come over and play the game. You hear the buzz, zzz, zzz, but you don't think nothing about it because who the hell could be texting you except for some joint you really don't want to talk to? Fuck it. Play the game for by, probably about like an hour, two hours. It's time to go to sleep. Like, fuck, I mean, that's my routine. This is my same new single cue. Oh, it's so fun. You know, you would have been <laughs> watching a nice little movie, you know, right. three months early and shit like that. Now, you're going upstairs. You pick up that phone. And it's that old, it's that old flame. How do you, that, it's kind of almost exciting at that point. To see that name on the phone. Would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting at that point. And you kind of like, hmm. 
damn, could I do this again? Could I do this again? Oh my goodness. With everything I've been experiencing, yep. could I do this again? And you start to have these thoughts. You start to like remember how cool it was, how fun it was, how much y'all bonded, bonded how much y'all connected. You start to feel as though that's where you were comfortable. And I think that goes back to the main point of more so like our perspective of comfort. Okay. Because that can truly feel as though where we feel we are comfortable and we end up going back. So I think a lot of us have seen that cycle. Now, I think this is the slope we struggle to climb up from because we're struggling to like, <laughs> yeah, this is I guess, sit with ourselves in a moment, like in those moments. Like, let me say that this in this situation, this is someone that you probably should not be going back to. Like, this is clearly a cycle. I think we struggle to like not get back in those cycles because we're going through something. We're feeling something deep down inside that we are struggling to deal with ourselves. So we run to a perceived comfort. And it's like this this is your tune. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, good choice, bro. Good choice. <laughs> but yeah, so we get back in the situation and all that. So there's a article that I found by Petra Rakebrandt. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. But it's the article is titled When Pain Becomes a Comfort Zone. But she says in it, deep inside of you, you know that only you can find the cure, that you have the key for change, that you have to go to this pain spot inside in order to stop and heal. If you would take an honest look, you know when it started, but you do not want to see the reason or the cause. Because going there would probably mean more pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, keep going. My take is going there refers to a place inside of us where we have to go in order to heal the parts of ourselves that has been hurt. It's like a reality check. But the process, that process in itself is hurtful. And there's a pain a lot of us aren't willing to sign up for. We see this all the time in the ways we cope. I think that's the moments where we are at that night where that text message came through. Shit is getting, it's been long. It's been a hard single life. I've been going out. I've been trying to drink it through. I've been trying to like pick up these new hobbies to like get over this like loss of, this loss. What I feel like I'm missing now, this connection that was just so fiery. It was just that connection for me. Stop reading me, Tom. (laughs) You know I've been here. You know I've been here too much. You know I've been here too much, bro. But it's a pain that we run away from. So I think when that, None, when that name comes on that phone, is your is there any point at your mind? Be real, that you genuinely don't feel as though that's where you're supposed to be and where you are truly comfortable. You really think that's where you're comfortable at the moment? You feel like that's the right call. I need to reply to this because hey, look, bro, time done passed. I done tried dating, and even just the sight of this text just made my heart feel so damn warm. You feel? I'm, I'm trying to tell you, the feeling is actually confusing. Why you look at me like that, Ant? The feeling is confusing. How am I looking at you? I don't know. Just like in a disgusted way. Just like I'm a, not even disgusted, nigga. I'm just like you feel the way that you feel, and 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 I'm not saying whether I'm not I'm not saying whether or not I agree or disagree. That's not that's not for me to say. It but is the, for you to say. That's what we hear on the show. For no, it's not. The you 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 have your own. You have the. You know, you have your own like range of emotions. You you feel the um, the the way that you feel about it, and a lot of dudes are the same way. So, but that's more so what I'm and saying. I, and so, I, and, and, in that position and, where that guy sees that name come up, 
What's your how how do you move in that? How do I move? Yeah. After 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 my horrible single life and that that I've had and 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 I see her shit, yeah, you 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 introduced a perfect storm of a situation that that makes a nigga want to before, before you uh, continue, continue but that, yeah. see that's what I'm saying I need you to not downplay perfect storm because it'd be happening I'm not down like that, I'm not bro. downplaying no, not. it same perfect I'm not storm saying that almost it like not, but no same perfect storm is more so like of course like the way you put it like yeah that's gonna make it it'd be happening just like that I'm not saying it doesn't it does so it's not really just a perfect storm it's just like a dog it's I'm like, saying I'm now, saying that now the, it requires a decision so yes in this perfect storm perfect storm what is your decision Aunt? we know your answer but go ahead a nigga, of course, like yeah, a nigga, a nigga would fucking. What would go Ant do? Them. Fuck a nigga. What would Ant do? Dude, you, bro, what would you do? What the fuck? It's not that difficult. For the sake of the conversation, yeah, I'm answering. I'm answering the the text. Would you really? I don't need you to give me none for the sake of conversation, or would you not? I want to hear your opinion. No. Okay, then say that nigga and now and why. I'm not answering the text because I'm not the the I don't I don't I don't I don't look at my situation like that. Like the way that you described of 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 you know you fucking you living this whole like just horrible like single man life of of you of, of you of you talking to like mad bitches and then they just don't they just don't hit like she does and everything like yeah I, it, <laughs> nigga yeah i see bro i see i see i see all that type of stuff and i and yes i i've definitely been in that situation yes but i wouldn't even say hit what is just like bro there's a friendship i feel like if you was away from your boys for a minute you appreciate your boys a lot more wait what if you was away from your boys for a good minute, let's say you went to college, that sucked. I did that shit. I know a lot of oh, people go okay. to so college like, and find new friends and everything. Mm-hmm. I went to a college and ain't find nobody. Right. I'm like, yo, this place really sucks. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated every single person that I was like close with prior to me leaving. Right. Yeah. Distance makes the heart grow farther. Yeah. So and I, all I was saying is this is one of them situations where distance is clouding your perception of comfort. Where that space away, it took me some time, and now I realize it's you. We're the guy. It took you some time, and now you really you realize like, dog, like I've missed you. Now, am I saying that that is like the right thing to be feeling? I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I know it's something in you that genuinely misses that person. Which goes back to the pain body point. I think you really have that piece in you, whether. You are the group with me and Q, or you're in the group with Ant of uh, the people who don't wouldn't go for that. There are a group of people who kind of need that, like I guess, like they need to understand that part of them that they're not, you know, evaluating. They're not being evaluative of their emotions and the the ups and downs of their emotions. They're not watching their emotions first prior to them acting. One thing I would try to do in a lot of situations now is. I try to really sit down and evaluate it after I receive that text and be like, all right, I could be running with the wrong attachment right now. This feeling right now could be my attachment to what I find is comfortable. And it really could be a fear of me just starting brand new. That's good. And that's, that's, that's a very wise way to handle that situation. To expect that of people, though, 
is why I was saying earlier, I think it's a little like victim blaming. And it's not purposeful victim blaming where like you're wrong for telling somebody that because you should tell people the Wait, right for thing me? to do. Uh-uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like anybody who... Uh, anybody who says that... that you know, that, you keep falling back into that shit, boom, 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 boom. I think good advice is advice that's received. And I think to take it from that point, people, they're not going to hear it because they're not making that decision themselves. That's the pain body making that decision. That's the part of them that is like, yo, that's where I'm comfortable. Fuck what y'all talking about, nigga. I'm comfortable there. Okay, cool. And what I'm trying to say, I guess, <laughs> be comfortable. That's the thing. Like, 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 if you, if you, if you sit here, like, how do you like help your boy? Face, how do you, how do you help your boy in that situation though? Is most, I guess, you can only I, help people that want to be helped. That's not true. Yes, you it is. You don't think they don't want to be helped, <sighs> or they just can't perceive that they need to be helped. No, you don't want to be helped in that, in that, in that, in that, um, in that specific instance. At that moment in time, you don't want to be helped. In every, or you in, don't even think that 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 you need help. This is not something that I need help. You don't see that as the bigger issue that they really cannot see it. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to come to that shit, um, um, yourself. I can't like. Th- there's nothing that I can do that's gonna convince you, nigga. Unless, uh, like, for some people, they need they need their girl to like do them dirty multiple times in order for them to learn. For me, I'm not one of them niggas. Some people go off hope. I think like it's hope, and, and that's that cool. Attachment, like, that's and that's fine. And maybe I, I don't even want to say hope because I don't think it's genuine hope. I think hope is also attached to that pain body. You can run on. You can you can you can figure out whatever reason you want and 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 attribute whatever word that you want to um to um to give you a reason to go back to this girl. However, like I can't tell you. It's not it's not going to be up to me to tell you whether or not you you should or shouldn't do it. Think, or, or 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 me to convince you. You have to do that. That's a that's a journey that you're I think, taking. I think yourself. sometimes we don't know how to help our boys out, and I think sometimes as men we don't feel as though girls go to each other all the time for it and rely on each other. They lean on each other. Yeah, and we don't do it. And as how men. far does that get them? Is there a fair statistic to say that doesn't work for them? Uh, okay. The camaraderie between girls. I mean, shit, bro. We keep things so surface level as men, bro. We will hoop together. We'll do everything, but niggas don't really be feeling like look, I'm gonna come up. I talk to my boys like I. I have no problem having them deep conversations to be like, look, bro, like you know, I understand how you feeling. I, I understand your decision. <laughs> this is my take on it. Okay. Boom. I feel like what the fuck are you dead in somebody's life for if you cannot assist them? If you can't be that ear for them to like you know speak to, and you can't be that voice that they need to hear in moments like that. Some people need you to hear, and they don't need it in like a shut down, condescending way of, yeah, you missing it, nigga. And until you start getting it, I, what can I do for you? I think in order, it's to, not about them missing it. That yeah, I think it I think, is about them missing it. Then maybe that's what you're missing. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, this nigga missing it. No, it, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a thing of I can tell this. I can give this guy all of the all of the good advice in the in the world. It's whether or not you are at the space where you are ready to actually receive it's, it, bro. Who, but who? I see, I guess that's. I can't do thing. that, but that's the you thing. Can, I can't do you that. Can't engage if someone's really ready to receive something or not. Without had one, without having that conversation. Two, without I'll have the conversation with you. I never two, I say you without can't. efficiently presenting that conversation. If it's just a bro, you what? know she, you you know this is gonna happen. The same thing. I don't think you can convince anybody of that. Obviously, that I'm, you know their future. You're not gonna be able to convince that. So I think a lot of people come that way, and it's like, yo, don't get back in that because it's gonna happen again. I okay. promise you, that's the first way to get a nigga to shut down. A nigga be like, nigga, is you God? 
all right, you're then then if you if you if you're coming to that conclusion about me, then then you read me wrong. I'm not. I, I'm never. I, there is never. It's not. If you're really it's my, how is reception, bro? It's how okay. you pitch what you want your man to hear. That's cool. Versus how he's receiving it, which is just like you're just as responsible for your pitch as he is receiving it. If this is your boy and you care enough to pitch it in a way that you want him to understand it, I find it so weird how. We get a little, we get a lot more aggressive with shit that we want people to understand instead of becoming more patient and trying to find new ways to present it to them. And it's all oh, hey, shit. They might not be ready to receive it. Nah, they couldn't receive it. They couldn't hear it with the way you presented it. Of course they ain't receive it. How can you pitch this in a different way to where you get your man to understand this cycle that he's re-signing up for? That's a question. That's I don't like that because like you're putting you're putting too much um, responsibility on me for how why, for bro, how why, first off get off his life if you don't think it's any type of responsibility that you have for your friends we are it's, it's a it takes a village bro we are here as a community we we are here we're in front of each other so that we can use each other so that we can grow and we can learn from each other so I can learn off your experiences so I can learn off his experiences and we're supposed to lead and teach people we're supposed to pay it forward continue to give wisdom. This whole lackadaisical ass attitude that people have, or oh, like that don't got shit to do with me, or they ain't going, they gonna have to realize it themselves. This shit is weird, bro. It's like the weirdest shit people do, bro. Weird. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> word weird. It's weird. I specifically <laughs> use that. It's weird as hell, bro. It's weird as hell. And I think the way people advise people, or the shit the lack thereof, fail to advise people, really is reflective of your emotional, your emotional intelligence of your friend. If you cannot peep that, hey, look, this ain't working, pitch it a different way. How much do you really care? Not that it's your responsibility, but it is your responsibility. That's what you kind of signing up with genuine friendship. This ain't your associate. This is your brother. All right. Yeah, if you feel that way. I, that's the thing. You're, you're completely entitled to feel that you have to do that, that, that friends have to do that. You and don't I, and have it, to, but it's just more so you would be helping them to help them see your point. Fine. And... All I'm saying is telling someone like, look, you keep getting back in the same shit, nigga. Are you stupid? I'm not. I don't say that. that. I don't say that. Even if you say it nicer. I don't even hey, I don't even say I don't even say hey, it. It, nicer. Happened, it happened last three times, bro. Like, I don't I don't say so anything say? along those along those types of lines. What do you say? What, what advice would you give me? I pick up that phone. I hit you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro. Shawty, Shawty texted me that last night. Depending on how much you're trying to hear, it's, it's never going to be like as... I'm asking, what would you tell me? I just told you that. What? Hey, yo, aunt. Last night, bro. You were in Shorty for three months ago, bro. Yeah, she texted me, bro. Texted me last night. Yeah, I replied. But uh, just, to, just to reply, I'm, I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to process it right now. Like, I don't even know what to think about it for real, but can't lie. I miss her. So what do you want? I mean, I don't know right now. I mean, I'm open to see where it's going. You don't know what you want? I mean, you you know how it happened. You know how, how things ended and all that. So I, I do know. I, I'm aware of that. I'm just open. I'm trying to see. I, I, I'm open to things. I'm trying to see where it goes. Right now, we just talking. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing serious. It ain't nothing established. We just conversing. Okay, then like you, if you, it seems like it seems like you got a good head on you. It seems like you're you're handling this situation as 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 uh as intelligently as you can. 
and then boom, cuz takes off. And like, so, so all right, then you let your friend do it. So that actually goes away. I'm glad you would let him do his thing. Cause I do the same thing for real though. I do the same exact thing with mm-hmm. my friends. I'm like, go for it. Like for real. Choose love. The reality is I don't know how, <laughs> how this is going I to turn out. You. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to stop nobody. I just most so don't know how it's going to turn out. And I pray that in this new cycle, you learn what you need to learn. It's more so what I kind of like go off of. Uh, I'm not gonna tell somebody that, but I'll just say if you feel like it, if you feel if you feel like you've you've um you've because because like a statement like that is you saying that okay yeah I'm I'm you know taking baby steps yeah for sure towards this for sure. and I'm like okay take your baby steps nigga. That's you know you know go for it, but the I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you any type of like contrary um, information. I, I guess the only thing I, that I'd say is like yeah okay you you it seems like it seems like you have you're approaching the situation a little bit differently. Would you? I I would hope I would all I can do is hope that you're actually going to see through with your plan. Do you think it's any in your mind? Do you think it's any chance that they're coping when they're doing this? Huh? That do you like? Do you ever like look at it for yourself and be like, look, this is a chance that they're just probably coping. They're probably just struggling to deal with their situation right now, so they're kind of just doubling back. Yeah, that's why. So you are. Your that's your take. Not even just maybe. You think that there? That's definitely what's going on. Yes. Elaborate. <laughs> like like you've been saying this whole entire time they they they're going back to what they feel is comfortable i think so i wrote like the other notes i put like it said a lot of us go out to get our mind off of a breakup we drink it off or we smoke it off which leads to the development of the pain body because we never choose the hard decision of sitting down with our pain we hear people say i can't sit with my thoughts but that's the only way we can actually transmute those feelings even worse sometimes we in panic of the pain we're facing, start looking for the first sign of shelter we can find. And a lot of the times, that manifests in the form of us revisiting our past instead of trap, trapping it out and allowing a new future. That's facts. So I wish I could like drop a bomb. Yeah, a, oh yeah, I can drop a bomb. <laughs> run it back, run it back, run it back. Hold on, trap, hold on, trap, <laughs> hold on, trap. So I say that to say, man, that's how our pain body can, can place us in cycles. We're so familiar with our past that we now start to feel as if this is truly where we're comfortable. What we have to realize is that the feeling that comes upon the thought of a new beginning is uncertainty, not that you're feeling uncomfortable. So that's the next point I want to get at. Like, it's more so in these situations where... Thank <laughs> you. In these situations where you kind of just like, damn, bro, like, I did have that mean-ass bond with Shorty, bro. I'm never going to have that again. You really start thinking that shit. I know. I see your face. Like you, the thoughts get there, bro. You, the bonds yes. be that damn strong, bro. bro. You bonds are valid. That, you are the valid. Bonds, the bonds You're be valid. that damn strong. Where you just like, yo, shit, bro. Like it's it's something. And I think immediately we like, dog. I'm uncomfortable. That's where comfort is. You like motherfuckers see a sign, comfort to the right, and I'm about to go to the right. So as I run it back. Hold on trap, hold on trap, hold on trap. What we have to realize is that the feeling that comes upon the thought of a new beginning is uncertainty, not you feeling uncomfortable. I think we take uncertainty and we run away from it and then we use the word comfort and we use the word like, you know, 
our perceived comfort or like, yo, that that that's my place of peace. No, it's not. That's what you're familiar to. That's a road that you've driven around. That's Upper Marlboro to me. That's oh yeah, I know these streets. I don't gotta use GPS. I don't gotta like rely on like anything else. Right. I know how to maneuver around here. Mm-hmm. And we love staying in those places. Mm-hmm. We love staying in places that are predictable. That right. doesn't, you know, kind of, I guess, challenge our anxiety. Mm-hmm. That doesn't put us in places that we kind of have to, like, really just, like, be in the unknown. Be in that space of unknown and just really have all faith and trust that there's going to be better coming. Preach, preacher. There's a lot of, that's a, that's a hard, that's a hard place for people to be in, though. And I get it. I feel it. So I guess the question just to kind of, for the listener, how do you differentiate a cycle and someone who genuinely deserves a second chance or a third chance or a fourth chance or a fifth chance or do all those chances not even exist? Should they even be happening? You got something to say, Q? Well, I, that's actually kind of what I've been thinking with this whole thing is that it all seems very circumstantial, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if you talk to somebody that's been cheated on and they went back and then got cheated on again. Now, my advice to someone else that got cheated on that wants to go back to someone that cheated on them is going to be that they're going to get cheated on again. So to your point earlier of, you know, people wanting to receive, being willing to receive the advice that you give them, you know, at the same time, you kind of do still have to take it with a grain of salt because people yeah, are flawed yeah. just like you are. Yeah. They're they're going to you're going to speak to me based off of your they're, experience. I was going to say they project. Actually, they that's projection. They project right. on them. So you you have to take everything people say with a grain of salt. Yep. And which actually makes it even more difficult in those situations, though, because you know that after you get off the phone, I think in a lot of those situations, the nigga's not like, yeah, oh, your name popped up. I automatically trust this again. You go and make the calls. You go start. I had that conversation. Your, your parent, you get vulnerable to a level that you ain't even seen yourself because you're seeking for an answer. Should I do this again? And even with the people saying no, it's just like, bro, what do y'all really know? And it's not even that you're trying to like do people like that, but the reality is, bro, there are situations and where it worked out where people came back that second time, and that was the time. Yep. That was the break they needed. Breakups happen, bro. Breaks happen. People come back together all the time and make it work. How do you know you're in a cycle? If this was a mailbox letter someone sent to you, wise aunt, and was like, how do I know if I'm in a cycle versus someone really deserving another chance? What advice would you give me? You never are supposed to take what people say and believe it 100%. You always look at what somebody does. And base all of your decisions off of that, especially when you're dealing with women. It's never, it's never, it's never, it's never what they, it's never what they, it's never what they, they, they. Um, you should never pay attention to what they say. It's always what they do. So if she's, if if she's, if she's doing the same types of things that gotten y'all broken up in the first place, then you're, you should recognize that. I think you're in, in a place, cycle. but in that, in that specific setting. You don't see the actions yet. All you see is the reintrodu- reintroduction. Right. So you- say somebody cheats on you and you get back with them. There's no way for you to really gauge whether they're going to do it again or not until they do it. Yes, you can. How? No. Listen. Especially like I said, women are a lot better cheaters than men. 
So unless you find out that she cheated, you're not going to know that she cheated, bro. Plus, you got to think of think of the the red flags that tell you someone is going to cheat on you, assuming that those exist. I was about usually, to say those that usually those are already the things that you would be considering cheating. So, you know, mm-hmm. say your girl cheated on you, you got back with her, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a couple months go by and she's texting other niggas. A lot of people would already consider that cheating. Yeah, for sure. So what could have there's nothing for you to have seen before she started doing that to tell you whether she was going to or not. You really just have to go in there blind. Yeah, you do you do go in there blind at least the first time, maybe. But that's but that is actually well, wait eh, the second time that. any any reintroduction actually, any getting back together is that first time I hate to say it like every time I promise you I never felt like the second time was the second time getting back together I never felt like the third time was the third time getting back together because the reality is time has passed and now like all I got is you and I and who we are today <laughs> no. There's no, a, that's how I look at it too. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I know. When I say no, I'm not like going against you guys, right? I'm saying when I say no, I'm just I, I'm I'm like words instant, have meanings. I'm inst, when I say no, and that's why I'm defining it. When I say no, I'm like instantaneously going through that entire situation in my head, and then I'm like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. Like, but, 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 but that's also not me saying that you guys are wrong or you guys aren't like valid for that, um, um, for feeling that or doing that. Like that, you guys, you guys are going to act how you guys are going to, are going to act. You, you know, he, you are who you are and I don't fault you for that. I'm just saying for me, yeah, nah, that's, that's, that's not something that's, that's, that's going to happen. At least, at least, you know, if I, if I feel like I know myself and all that to basically say, like, if you noticed that the first time that y'all were, that, uh, that you were hanging out with your girl and she was always texting niggas or whenever whenever like y'all were talking like say like a setting like this and her phone was like face down or 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 um or um or uh what is it she's y'all are you you go ask to see her phone and then she kind of like hesitates or then or or not even gives you her phone in the first place or she fucking or or just or just any type of this like dodgy behavior if you didn't if you didn't be like uh, if you didn't at least be like hmm hmm but see this is what i mean though these are the red flags i was referring to these are the things that denote somebody that has already cheated on you, and they come after your decision of whether you're going to take them back in the first place. Like, right? No, no, no. I'm saying, but I'm saying, but what if, what happened to what what if all of these things happened the first time? That they probably did. They probably did. But okay, this so is then, a brand new time. That all right, you have to I make get a it. New decision. I from. get it. I get it. So, but 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 I'm saying that from all of those times, right? Mm-hmm. What were those? You where were you to? To um to um to sit there and call and or, or or recognize those things happening. I, what type of blame are you gonna are you gonna put on yourself for um for, uh, um, you for probably saying that? you probably have. I think my thing, like I said, this is a brand new time. You this all you have is a phone in your hand with her name that just popped up. Okay, and then if that happens, and I'm saying that if you go if you go ahead, going back, hopefully, like thinking, um um at least how I would think, if a nigga if a girl if a girl breaks up. 
I mean, if you have to, if if you find yourself having to break up with your girl because she cheated on you, I'm pretty sure you're gonna you're gonna play back all of those fucking things that went um, that you kind of like let slide in your head that she did to be like, damn, yeah, you remember this girl? This girl really was like like fucking cheating on you. Remember I picked Shorty up from uh, that dude house. You you don't remember that story? You remember that story? (laughs) How the fuck did I end back up in a relationship years later? How? <laughs> and I'm really not asking. I don't expect you to have an answer for me. I'm saying how rhetorically, like, dog, I'm telling you, months go by. You have a humiliation kink. <laughs> <laughs> I have That's... a pain body. <laughs> okay. I have a pain body. Yeah. And no, really, I think that was a perfect answer. Like, there is something in you that I, bro, I'm so sick because I, I was uh, in this class. And, that's and they, th- talked about, they talked about uh, people who cling on to all the good that happens instead of the bad that happens. It's literally two terms. One about people who cling on to those initial, you know, shit was so fire. And then you have people who cling on to how things ended. And I'm definitely the person who clings on to the initials. And I'm like, man, shit was fire. Not that I'm ever making an excuse for someone being some wild ass situation like that but shit sometimes for her for i think i did like put that on myself i did think maybe and that even shows the lack of healing and the still attachment to the pain body because i think there was parts of me that was just like yeah i mean i i get i could have i could have been in a better position i could have been making a little more money i could have been i don't know maybe like boom 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 yeah and and that's the thing Honestly, I I don't even and uh, didn't you say that towards the beginning of the situation, uh, beginning of the conversation that there's things that you would go back and think of, be like, damn, this really led my girl to do some shit like that. Yeah, I think as men we start finding like, I think we're so used to being in the alphas and we're supposed to be the alphas in our relationship that it's just like, <laughs> damn, what the fuck? What the fuck? If you don't think that societally that men are trying to be the alphas in their relationship, you're missing it for sure. Uh like 100%. Niggas try to find as to what did they not provide for this to happen to them. I feel like that is like how certain men's mind are wired. It's more so like, all right, you know. Mm. Is it illustrative of like a lack of self-love, a lack of, you know, desire to move in a new direction? For sure. That is how it feels at the moment. So for me to just be like, yo, nigga, you don't love yourself. Nobody understands that. That's not good advice. As I keep saying to you again, as you uh, look at me in the eyes. I don't. Right I'm not. I, I don't just, say I these things. Don't. You. Why do you assume all of these things of me? And, what the fuck? Cut the bullshit, bro. Press the button. Cut the cap, please. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Button. I'm like, not capping. Nigga, I'm this, nigga, this is my show right now. Press the button. I'm the captain now. You are capping. What was the button? Oh, that's not yeah. Yeah, there was. Stop the cap. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so like what y'all y'all what Anna do is Anna put these condescending ass face. And he don't even like the word condescending because I be saying it to him all the time. He he puts on these condes- condescending ass face that you can tell his point and everything. And it's more so like, oh my God. And now I'm just all I'm asking is this nigga to stop looking at me like this. Cause I'm here doing a job. I'm just the host of a show, motherfucker. I'm just having a conversation. So stop looking at me like that. You can look at Q like that, nigga. So as I was saying, <laughs> brother, you heard what I said, bro. <laughs> As I was saying, I think sometimes an attempt to like you, you, you pick apart yourself. You're trying to be self-aware. You're trying to be self-aware. You're trying to reason, and maybe you are making excuses for this person. Maybe you are trying to, you know, like just clean up their filth. Trying to say like this is why this happened, and you just try to find reason after reason after reason. For someone who does not realize, hey, look, I'm attached to something that's not 
necessarily me that is most of my trauma they're not going to realize that's what they're doing so that's the only reason i'm formulating it like that for someone who may need to hear it like this who may not de- may not need to hear oh look dog you you struggle with self-love that's not the solution to tell somebody that and that's coming from me being coming out of situations i've been in i've heard all that shit You're correct i've heard nigga i know i've experienced it i've heard all that i've heard the advice people try to give i've heard the whole you need to just love yourself more you need to stop being used to X, Y, and Z. People don't understand trauma and the development of trauma. And it's almost insensitive for people to take themselves outside of that when they're looking from the outside in and not kind of try to understand people's trauma and understand their perception of things. Because you can't give nobody good advice without understanding their perception. So I'm saying like in a lot of situations with us like aligned and attached to our pain body, we look at situations we know we're not supposed to be jumping back in and the mind is doing all of that. It's doing the comparison and figuring out what you could have done better. It's it's giving you false optimism, optimism about, hey, look, this is a brand new time. You don't know what's going to happen. Pick your path. You At that point, it's telling you, like, yo, are you going to be optimistic or pessimistic? You feel as though you're being pessimistic by setting boundaries. You feel as though, like, like I said, you feel as though that you are comfortable there. You start remembering the good times. You start remembering those Christmas, those Christmas mornings. You start remembering Thanksgiving with the family and stuff like that. You start flashing back to all these good moments that, in a sense, you people always be like, yo, write a list of the good and write a list of the bad. I heard someone use that as advice before, and I'm like, bro, that shit didn't work. That shit wouldn't work either. Because sometimes in a lot of those situations, that list of good is longer than the bad. Is it not? It is. So when you look at it like that, as I say again, People don't be knowing when they're putting themselves in a cycle. You really don't know. You're taking a leap of faith. Okay, but here's the thing, right? About the about the list of the good and bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the list of the good is, is obviously going to outweigh the bad. Obviously, because then, I mean, like, what are you there in the first place for? But you have to look at it this way. Like, wh- how how bad are the things that you put on the on the list? No matter how few they are. Because and why? And why are you so comfortable with those bad things? Like for, like, what? Is, I'm adding on to your point. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, what? Like, like, obviously, is it? Is are these are these bad things on the list? Things that would not that you would that you would be comfortable with living with for the rest of your days? Hey, can you change the song? The song suck. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. It's, I'm not feeling it. it. Ain't setting the vibe, but. Yeah, continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. What the fuck is this? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me change this since you're not fucking with it. All of this I is like, like this. I like all this of song. this is like pick me music. That's why. That's why you have a playlist of pick me music. Yes, it's literally called pick me anthems. And you look at things so differently. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm great? <laughs> Nigga, no, I don't think you're lying at all. Like, where did you find this? Hmm? Or oh, did God. you create it? Huh? Did you create that playlist? Nah, my guy created this. But anyway, so why is this song a pick me anthem? Hmm? Why is this song a pick me anthem? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't make. I didn't make the the, the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Fantastic, good. But anyway, go. She is. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Um, yeah, like, is is the on that list that you made of the good and bad, right? Is those is whatever you put for the bad things 
that you are able to deal with for the rest of you know your relationship i think this is actually like i think it helps me move on to my next point because i think what you more so got to do what i would advise people to do is to look at those bad things and say what why do i have an attachment to these things why do i know that this is what i'm signing up for but i'm okay with why is this like the yeah okay I, i can deal with that for all these good things it's not even about the quantity. It's not even that the bad list is less. It's like, why are you okay with that? And I think it requires <laughs> us to, one, step one, recognize your pain body. Step two, it requires us to unlearn. So I found another quote that about unlearning. It says, while unlearning is a critical part of the learning process, an important move towards growth and exposure is pushing one's limits. Unless individuals step out of their comfort zones, they cannot expect to be exposed to new realms which will more often than not involve unlearning. So I think unlearning is a huge part that comes to to the next step of people who are trying to get out of these situations where they continue to keep going back to. You got to learn yourself enough to unlearn. Very ironic and saying I get it. Step one is unlearning. It's like in those moments where you feel where you see the cycle of you going back to what is familiar to, you know, out of uncertainty, you have to learn those things about you. You have to watch them first so you can like realize, ah, okay, all right, I see what I'm doing. And in that, you start letting it transmute. You start hearing it. You start feeling those urges to go back and reach out to this person. You start feeling the urges to go back to something that's in the past, something that's it's, it's done. It's a wrap. Let's, let's get some new going. Mm-hmm. You start seeing that urge. And the more you watch that stuff, I promise you, anybody, any of the listeners, you'll start seeing that. It's going to come up while you, when you're in the shower. It's going to come up when you're driving to work. It's going to come up when you pass the McDonald's that y'all stopped at, that you seen months ago. It's going to come up over and over and over again. And I think what some of us do when we're addicted to our pain body, we think those moments mean that we need to act on it. It's yeah. actually the opposite. Right. It's actually the opposite. Those moments for you to learn how much trauma you kind of have picked up. And now it's time to release those things. Yeah. So it's more of an inner journey to... One, forgive yourself for allowing that to happen to you. Forgive yourself for, I know some some of us feel guilty for even putting our time in that. Forgive yourself enough to start new. Forgive that person so that you can start brand new. Mm-hmm. And then that starting new is kind of like a snake shedding the skin. It's growing pains, bro. You got to unlearn. You got to shed with every thought that comes up. You got to keep just pushing past it. You got to. Yeah. All right, boom! I ain't gonna act on this. I ain't gonna act on this, and that's yeah. a every. It's a that's a yeah. second by second, minute by minute yeah. thing that you got to do, and it may take two, three, four, five, six months. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep even even years. Like yeah, like but that, and that's the thing, bro. Like like I'm not I'm not like I'm I'm never against like any of this shit, or like I'm never like looking at these niggas like oh you niggas are dumb, or you know like like whatever you guys are doing. Or you know how you're how you're like taking your girl back or anything like that. It's a because like it's a like you you choosing not to go back to that thing or not, not to not to go back to that situation. That shit is a daily fight that you're gonna have to do. Mm-hmm. The problem is with most people is that they're not willing to have that fight every every single day. More so like the they're like it's it's. It's people are people are comfortable with being comfortable. 
People are used they, to being comfortable. I wouldn't say comfortable. I think that still puts it, like I said, I, I'm trying to just avoid victim blaming for anybody who might be listening to this that really needs to hear it in a much more gentle way. People ain't comfortable with being comfortable. They don't know they're comfortable. They don't know their perception of comfort is skewed. Is more so what I would think. Okay. And that's important. It's not just, a, okay, that's very important. <laughs> yes, it's very it's, important. It's though. perception, bro. It's yes, very important. It's very important. All Continue. Of this, all, of this, all of this shit is very important. Like, you have to... You, you, it's, it's like what you're feeling. You should never, you should never invalidate like, like, like what you're feeling towards this person. And I hope, I hope, I hope that I don't come off as I'm invalidating whatever, like you're feeling like, like whenever, like you, you you get that urge to like take your girl back, like when she texts you, because yes, it's what you're feeling is a very human emotion. So how can I really fault you for that for um, for feeling that way? I can't. However, I mean, like at at some point, you're gonna have to like really like figure out that even though I'm feeling this way, and even though like yes, it is natural for a person to feel this way. At the same time, it's not healthy. Right. So the the like yeah, it's it's you can literally apply this to anything else in your in your fucking life if if you want it to be if you want to it's it, like all of this type of shit is the same type of shit that they tell you when when um when you got to go to um um like any type of like drug rehabilitation um um facility like obviously like yeah like when if you're if you're if you're addicted to fucking you know heroin or or, or crack or whatever like that Every single time that you try to that you try to um, come off of it, you're thinking you're not thinking about all the fucking bad times that 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 you've that you had um, in crack. You're not thinking about the time that 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 you fucking OD'd and went to the hospital. No, if you if you see some niggas smoking and shit like that, you're gonna think about all the good times that you had when you were fucking high. Because ah. that's why you're doing it in the first place. Ah, crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, heroin. Like you know, like you, you are thinking about the, the, every single time that you that you do that, and this is why people people um people end up going back um to doing drugs and shit like that. It's called it's called chasing the dragon because you're trying to get back that feeling that you felt the first time that that you took that hit, and the first time that you took that hit is the is probably like the highest or the best time that you've ever felt in your life. And 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 what you're going to do is you're going to put yourself through a cycle that basically continues to search for that for that moment again. Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's going to uh, um, you could that's a very that's like that's like a very like um, human thing to have or, or or to want. So like who am I like I don't I don't really get mad at like people that are like addicted to to uh, um, to things. Because like if you it, look at it that look at it this way you're you have to recognize all or all I want you to do like as my friend or if you're my friend is you need to recognize that you're just addicted to this person. But that's what I'm saying. People don't even recognize that. I get it. But and and that's the thing. I so how do you help the person who does not recognize it? How do I help? My drink is there. I, I, all all I can do, all I can do is 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 literally sit here and and talk to you. Well, I'm, okay, so the, right. What I meant, go ahead. See, well, my thing with all this is it all requires a certain level of self awareness, no matter For what. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Because even with what you were saying and the substance abuse analogy, 
is that you try to preach to somebody to basically avoid the situation altogether. Not only are they not going to resolve the trauma that they've gotten accustomed to, they're going to carry that in with them into the next situation. What do you mean yeah. by that? So let's say with his, his chasing the high thing, mm-hmm. you're, you have the best relationship in the world. It didn't end well. Even if you don't go back to that situation, you're going to take the same experience into the very next thing. Right. That's the process of a learner. And then that means you go into your next situation and you take things. And when things present itself, you start to unlearn. So it's either you're going to start that journey with yourself. You're going to start that with a second partner or you're going to go back in your cycle. But that's the thing. Nobody is going to nobody is is like can do that for you. It's all in yourself. It's, and, and that's the thing. Like that's 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 where like you have to you as 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 a person, you have to take at least some sort of like responsibility in the first place to yeah. be like because because I think um what the fuck in bound to Kanye said admitting is the first step. You have to you have to admit that you have a problem. That is the first step. If you can't get to that, I can't help you no matter I what I tell step, you. The first step is recognizing. The first night, the first step is recognizing you have a problem. That's why I really think that. Yeah, nah, nah, it's two different things. Okay. First step is recognizing that you have a problem. The first step is going through that process of unlearning so that you can even recognize what the problem is. Because I think even if you know deep down in your heart, I need to not reply to this message. You don't know why you don't need to until you start that journey. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, like we were saying earlier, you never know what could have happened in that situation. Right. Because, like we were saying, a lot of times it could go well. But if you didn't learn from what you did wrong or you didn't, you know, resolve. I get what you're saying now. I get right. exactly what you mean now. Yeah. Because I, at the same time, it's, it's, it's kind of like a slippery soap with telling people to, well, not telling people, but advising people that they're in a cycle that they need to break mm-hmm. because they might not be, first of all. And right, second right. of all. They might not recognize it as me ex- completely taking myself out of the situation is breaking the cycle. Mm-hmm. So you you have someone that's not healthy for you. You know, say you came to that realization somehow instead of resolving why they're not healthy for you or what could be changed to make your relationship with them healthy. Your your situation, your decision is to just excuse yourself altogether. That's not necessarily helpful. I think sometimes new beginnings is always the answer. And I think things that are meant to come back around, come back around to a point where it can't even be questioned if this is a cycle or not. And I think sometimes when things come back around, we love to tell ourselves this fairy tale possibility of maybe this is the time when in reality, in hindsight, hindsight is always 2020. So I know we don't have it at the moment. But in hindsight, you'd be like, ain't shit changed. Right. It was the same entry. It was just a different entry. It was like, it's like a WWE superstar, like walking that joint. Different song, same entry, same fireworks, same thrills at the beginning, same result at the end. So at that point, when you start seeing that going back to back, it's like, okay, I got to start this journey for myself to start unlearning. And the, the irony of unlearning is that you learn so much about habits you've picked up and from where you picked it up from, which leaves you with the decision of how you choose to proceed. Do you shed or do you give more energy to a broken version of yourself? It's that broken version of ourselves that 
wants to kind of give us like four, five, six excuses as to why, like, you know, I mean, I look at it this way. You're always going to have an excuse as to as to it. I think at least worst case scenario with the option of going with new beginnings, let's say you prolong this return, this, uh, you know, meant to be return. I'd like to say your boundaries, setting your boundaries is still important. And if you're at a point where should not even if I'd like to say at that point in your journey, when you're looking at that phone and that name's right there, you're not even ready to take them back anyway because you have not unlearned the things you need to right. unlearn. Right, and that's exactly what I'm saying. It, it it shouldn't all hinge upon the taking back of the person. Yeah, people aren't you know okay. taking yeah, their yeah, time yeah, apart yeah. to learn anything to even make a, a good decision on whether or not they should even give this. Person okay, I get chance. what you mean. Yeah, and I agree completely because yeah, like that's I think that's where I was going with actually. I think the worst case scenario to hey look I'm taking this new beginning regardless is you going to that new beginning really thinking look I ain't coming back and sometimes that's when you realize look you was meant to be back you go on your journey that you were supposed to go on things circle back around that's what will happen if things are completely meant to be you gotta as Ant would say be ready to pick up your ball and leave Yeah, you got to be willing to go hoop at a new gym Excellent. you gotta be willing to go learn the things that you're meant to go through on your life journey yeah you got to be willing to have those nights where you are so stressed out and the thoughts is uncontrollable and you just feel like like those moments where you even feel like hitting up hitting somebody up and being like yo come over in a form that's that's coping too you got to be willing to sit with yourself so you can start seeing the patterns of your pain body's thought you start seeing the patterns you start learning you be like damn i'll be driving around now and I've been like, and this is not in like a gloating way. This is, I've really been having to work with myself. I've been having to get away from a lot of, like from the previous hurt version of myself. And I'm still doing that on a daily basis. Where now I'll feel a thought come up and I kind of chuckle. I'll be like, kill. This McDonald's really made you think about that? Damn, nigga, you really, like, that shit, that's an attachment. <laughs> so you really got to start looking at that stuff. You got to realize there's a roommate in your head. And you got to really just be able to look at a roommate and be like, like dog, man, you crazy as hell, boy. Crazy as hell, man. I ain't, yeah, I ain't, I ain't gotta do this. I want new so much, and I have faith that new is where my peace is gonna be. And this, I tell like my little brother all the time. You know, day situation and shit like that. I'm never gonna tell you someone's not for you. I just know your journey may, at this moment, you may supposed to be going on this journey by yourself. You may, this may be the part that you cannot learn with that person. And as much as we try to stay, I think sometimes we try to stay around other people so we can be the healer of their issues, too. They're so broken. I'm just trying to be there for them. I'm, I'm, I've been there a million times. Nah, y'all got to do this separately. And hopefully, if it's meant to be, y'all going to come back together as two, not even completely healed, but at least the parts of y'all that needed to be healed prior to y'all beating up, y'all will have those parts healed and then y'all will start continuing that journey. Y'all pick it up right where it left off as two better people. And I think we choose not to do this because of uncertainty. But uncertainty can't be the excuse because, as a wise man once said, change is the only constant in life. There's always going to be some change. Yeah. It's always going to be a new opportunity to kind of, like, take a lesson and, like, grow from it. And we got to allow change to even allow ourselves to grow. We keep ourselves in the same version of ourselves when we keep ourselves in cycles. We be the same. We the same people that we was two years ago when we first met this person. We might have picked up some cool skills, might have picked up a little hobby and stuff like that. Emotionally, we're in the same space because we haven't allowed ourselves to get out there and 
developed. We haven't allowed ourselves to get out there and really experience what life has to offer us and everything. And we don't allow that for the other person either. We almost kind of like end up being their enablers by continuing to let them come back in. Which I would haven't <laughs> done any work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad you I'm glad you came to that. The more we allow ourselves to unlearn, the more room we create inside ourselves to allow new habits to, to new habits to form. Which leads me to my last point, my favorite topic. I've been tweeting about this shit a lot. Decluttering. To create space in ourselves, we must simultaneously unlearn and declutter. While we're working on acknowledging and hearing the pain body, it also helps that we begin to remove the other noises in our life. This is a step that's a lot more specific to each person's journey, but at the end of the day, the goal of decluttering is clarity. You can't bring new furniture into a furnished apartment. So I think sometimes when we leave these situations, you got to be ready to leave every part of you that you thought was you. Every habit that you thought that was you. Everything that you just was like, look, man, like I can't see nothing beyond this as me, bro. You're going to learn so much more about yourself as life continues to go on. It's a whole side of you that you don't even recognize that you. It's a potential that. You don't even got in mind because you are so attached to the past. You you don't you don't see the future as like your drawing book, as your coloring book. And that's the step I feel like people have to start taking. And so as you get away from the old, you gotta declutter all that other old. You gotta look at that, you know, that bed. That's like that's like, you know, you you get me to come over. You gotta U haul and all that shit. You like, yeah, Tom, I need you to help me move and all that. Bro, and we get the brand new bed, nice little California king out and all that carry that joint man i'm talking about we hitting you know them little tight ass corners sometimes you go up a house man you can't even get around the damn without hitting the wall and shit like that me you and we carrying the bed we get up to the room and there's that old queen bed that you had from last year man that kind of sitting there like almost you kind of like had this thought you kind of trying to figure out how to say it respectfully to your man but in a sense the raw thought is nigga how the fuck we gonna put this new bed down and you ain't even moved this fucking queen bed how can I bring something new in if you have not removed your old? Your pain body is your old. Your attachment to the same decisions you used to make is your old. The things that you feel like you can't let go because it's so comfortable and peaceful is your old. We got to get to the points in our lives where we are so addicted to our growth. We are so focused on wanting to grow that we got to be willing to let go of everything that's old. And I think that's a process in itself. Realizing, damn, what what actions, what am I doing that really is just me aligning with a broken version of myself? And what is blocking me from receiving new in my life? And I feel like that is just like, this is a huge process of a learner. I think you look at like dudes like, even with the wildest situations like, you know, Terrell Pry and stuff like that. I think we got to be able to dream of like a new, of a new future. I think that's what real optimism is. I think sometimes we created our own version of our own definition of optimism. Man, I'm being optimistic when I see this girl name come up, man. I'm being optimistic. I, I'm man, you can't tell me nothing, bro. You being pessimistic. Nah, real optimism is look, man. I gotta I love you to death, but me and you gotta like really try something new. We done did this two, three times, boom, boom. Let's not drain each other anymore. And neither of us are doing anything different this is the same movie y'all y'all like saw jigsaw and all that shit y'all like the, mm-hmm. that series mm-hmm. at what point did it become too much for y'all never really it's just all the same shit 
I mean, when I was a that's, kid, when I was a kid, I was like, oh my god, I, I used to be like kind of scared of scary movies. No, I'm talking about like at what point, like like you said, it's all the same shit. At what point are you just like, come on, bro? Same movie, same like, all right, all right. Now I might need to go back and rewatch it. Let me say that first, <laughs> just so the metaphor don't. Maybe uh, after like the third one, I was like, because that's what I was going to say. Maybe like I was going, I was going to go to Soul Five. At the five, I'm like, all right, y'all, like, come on, bro, how many more are we doing? Is this? But mm-hmm. we get it. Nigga, you, you know, Soul Four was like pretty good. And, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying was it was good. like, yeah, they they but they I, good movies, bro. Like, yeah, but, but I, at I, what point is it just like, bro? We get the gist of what's happening here. Yeah, you got to be tired of that damn movie. It's time for a new movie. It's time for a new movie. It's time for some new furniture. It's time for a new beginning. And yes, you're not going to know what it is. But for people to be so religious, for people to be so close and for people to like, you know, God this, God that, have faith in him enough to allow new that you really don't know nothing of at that moment. It's completely opposite from what you became used to. That chapter is closed. It's time for a new chapter. It's time for a whole new damn book for real. Yeah, that's my shit too. All Colin Sexton to become free agent. Oh yeah. My fault, y'all. But yeah, man, like so I think, like I said, those those are my steps of avoiding cycles. My steps of avoiding cycles are Breaking cycles. Breaking cycles. Breaking, not avoiding cycles. Breaking cycles. Mm, powerful. And I think that's uh, something I've been going through myself for all these past <laughs> shit since since I got out of that relationship. I've probably been trying to develop that for myself since then. I've gone through that step of sometimes I think sometimes you think breaking the cycle is just like you said just leaving that person but you gotta realize you gotta break it with that's the next only, person like yeah, the that's cycle that's, that's the only cycle the that you're breaking iceberg. is yeah the cycle you're breaking is within yourself yeah. yeah it's never about them it's never about the person you're dealing with it's always about you the answer is always in us it requires you to have those sit down moments it requires us not to cope and it requires us to start taking those steps towards decluttering and really being open to a new future and getting out our own way and that is like, you know, I think it's one step to love that, you know, in this love is a situation podcast. This the, the message of love on this one is more so uh self love. Self love. <clears throat> Cause <laughs> Love is not love yourself, only, motherfuckers. Love is not only how you feel for somebody else, love is how you feel inside yourself. We are full of love and that starts within us we can't properly love others until we properly love ourselves so um that's pretty much it's pretty much my uh soapbox for the day <laughs> i think we, we touched some deep points and and you was actually very very uh very good man give yourself a hand clap bro like i yeah I, I love when Ant comes and shows y'all that he's a real in-depth in-depth person as well <laughs> players i always like you Cause yeah, Ant, Ant has layers like a motherfucking onion, bro. Like the dude is actually a very—he's a—he's man, dude is thoughtful as hell. He got views that could change the world and everything. But he's a nooker. <laughs> you see, I was about—that's the about best to, part. 
Yeah, no, but that's a, it's a versatile. <laughs> Multifaceted. Multifaceted. Thank you. Yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a resourceful person. I'm a I can I can um I pride myself on being able to you know what I mean like. All fashion. right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> This is still a Players Association production, so I do want your closing take on your last advice on everything we just talked about today. What is your closing advice? Your closing statement? I mean, to what? the brothers, to the brothers out here, not even the brothers, the sisters out here, anybody that finds themselves in that Terrell Pride situation. You know, what is what's your closing statement? All in all, I mean, you kind of really hit everything on the head for real. But I mean, like if I if I had to like say anything, I mean just. Never think never think that never think that you're um that like the situation that you're in is going to be like what your situation is for the rest of your life. Meaning that like don't ever think that this person this don't ever think that this person is like a like this person that you're that you're dealing with or this person that you're comfortable with is the only person that you're going to ever be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like you should never be operating life um, from a scarcity mindset. Mm, that's a, that's so, one of my bars. Have you got that from me? No. Really? So really. I'm not I'm not trying to say you did, but I, I say okay, I like that shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk your shit, brother. Yeah. You always want to you always want to live your life from a abundance mindset. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So the, the what type of spiritual book you done picked up? <laughs> Drop a bomb for yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my God, Ant knows things. <laughs> anyway, so like, yeah, like you shouldn't, you like the. That's why, like, I've never really been able to kind of like. Let me not say identify, but agree with you know your situations when you're saying that. Oh yeah, you know after uh, you know you not hitting. I mean, you you figuring out that oh my god, these bitches suck, huh? And then and then this girl texts me, and then I want to go with it, and, and then I have to answer it. I've never just been able to, at least like how I'm living my life right now. I've never been able to um to really, you know, fully embrace that anymore because I don't look at I don't look at life as this this is the only girl that's ever gonna like make me feel this way in my entire life. No. I like I, I I'm I'm completely of the belief that I attract the 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 type of energy that 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 I want, or if if mm. if there's if if there's if there's a specific type of person that I know that is for me, then then the energy that I exude, the energy that I work on day by day, you get back what you put out. Yeah. Yes, sir. So so and 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 I can only do that because. I, because I'm trying to put in the work every single day on myself to to um to uh to um um to do that. It's only when you don't put in the work on yourself that you get to the point where you where you see your girl that you broke up with text you and be like, ah, should I uh, should I hit her? Disclaimer, because uh, before us getting back into it, because we are closing. I I my point still is on that that we don't always know. So I hope that we are taking like take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, 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 sit with it, you know, and like yeah, of course you don't really learn yourself before you make that decision. Yeah, learn yourself, but but I mean, but but that's but that's something that a healed person is going to do. Right. I'm not saying that 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 you that 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 like when you're healed, you're not you're not even going to feel it. 
Of course you're gonna feel it. Yeah, of you course. Still feel it. It's a human thing. But like I said, if you if you really know yourself, if you're really conscious about 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 the emotions that you feel, not not saying not saying that 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 you can't feel these things, but you're but you're um aware of the things that you're you're, you're like mentally aware of the of the of the things that you're feeling, you're going to be like, "Damn. I don't think that this is going to be a good thing for me." Oh man, I want you and and I just I just want everybody to listen to this that that that's gonna get that text from that girl or get that text from that guy. I want you to I want you to be like I want you to to um to first of all don't even don't even hit back at least like wait like like a day and take that day and really think like is this really something that I want a day of silence too like no no coping not no type coping yeah, type yeah, day. yeah no coping like really locked yeah. in and really think about. Really meditate over it. Like, really, really think about it. You know, like yeah, if you if and and if you need that much time, take as much time as you as as you want to. And then finally, come and and make that. Hopefully, you're gonna make the right decision to um to 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 um to literally sit here and be like, yeah, I don't think I I, I want to put myself through that again. Real shit. You yeah. know, so. Keep. That's all I really got. No, I'm gonna let that ride. I mean, we got it. I need a closing. I like it. I like it. You like it. My thing is, you know, inside or outside the relationship, I feel like this type of work and self awareness has to be done even before you break up. Because I know that's kind of been the whole pretense of mm-hmm. this conversation is post breakup. But I feel like this stuff can still be worked on. Still be, you know. It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's how it's supposed to be happening. And, you know, like Ant said, you might get that text. And the healed you might respond to that text the same way the hurt you still will. Really? So the healed you might respond, you know, after you've learned and you're willing to open yourself up to it. But it's a totally different situation because, you know, assuming the other person has done the work too, mm-hmm. you might be in a whole different space. Or you might not. Like also, like Ann said, the healed you might understand that that's not somewhere that you need to be. And, you know, it, it sounds easy, you know, over the podcast, but that shit sucks. <laughs> and, you know, even if you're not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. That's Donda West. That's not original. We got to praise God. On. <laughs> In the morning, you'll be all right. In the morning. You'll see the sight. See the, you'll see the light. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> when it's dark in your life, what's, what's the last line? That Mary Mary song. When it's dark in your life, just wait for the daylight. In the morning, you'll be all right. <laughs> but yeah, all that to say, um, I appreciate y'all being here, having this conversation of you know love and light, and episode by episode. We're going to, you know, transmute and we're going to tap on things that we need to hear. We're going to create a safe space for brothers to talk to each other and we're going to have fun with it. And it's going to be a lot more lit. We'll probably get a lot more drunk next episode, but this was just, you know, yeah. But uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in to the Lovers Association. It was real. Hey, brother, brother, this is Lovers Association. Give me my <laughs> give me my right outro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that? Okay. What do you do? You you bring it up and tell me when to fade it in. This has been 
the Lovers Association. Thank you, Q. Thank you, Aunt. Aunt, thank you for cooperating. Thank you for love. We just want to, you know, shout out to my parlays that's been hitting. Be blessed. More love, more life, more blessings. Good night. If not, you are the prototype. We'll tiptoe to the sun and do things. I know you like.